Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Root Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. This is pretty awesome, and one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBroodSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. Fuck Sean Miller. Fuck Sean Miller. Fuck Sean Miller. Fuck Sean Miller. Damn, I totally didn't feel fast enough. Fuck Sean Miller. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is my main man Scott. 
This is Craft Root Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge? I won't be tapping anything, but sure. Let's start the show. <laughs> I feel so bad, man. I mean, at least you're here, right? Plus yes. side. Plus side, you're here. Uh, Scott had a, a procedure this week. He's he's doing the show sober. And Stone cold. That's weird, man. I mean, when we came up with this idea for the show, I will we have never no thought... excuses. Yeah, not remembering shit. This we never, episode. we never thought this was a possibility that like one of us wouldn't be able to drink for a show. We also didn't think we'd get this far. So that's a good point. There's never a... thought we'd go eighty nine episodes, but here we are. Yep. Are we sure this is eighty nine? We'll have to. No, hell no. This could be ninety. Could we'll be ninety five. We'll I have call no idea. This the kind of sober one. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going friends titles. <laughs> Joe's uh, hanging out. Joe, how you doing, bud? Hey guys, how's it going? Did you get the wrong mic? mic on? No. Wow. <laughs> hey, let's try it again. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Fuck you. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Joe's here, so we got that going for us. Uh, guys, we have an awesome show tonight. It's going to be professional. We got some shit going down tonight with uh, Eric Single, Sports Illustrated writer. He's going to be uh, calling into the show tonight. Um, we're going to interview him uh, talk about his March Madness picks. Controversial March Madness picks in his bracket. <laughs> this guy. So I can't wait to talk He's to him that about that guy. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk to him. We might have an interview uh, with Regs from Barstool Sports. I'm not holding my breath on that one. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We've got a lot of things that yeah. might happen. Uh, yeah, it could It could happen. Uh, we're gonna this get show to, could be good. It could be. It could be a complete or train it could wreck. Just be a regular shit. Could be a regular train wreck. Um, we're gonna talk some March Madness, and I mean, there's nothing else going on, so that's probably all we're gonna talk about is some March Madness. I swear to God, oh, if we're anybody talking NFL free agency, if Tiger anybody Woods. tries to talk Tiger Woods, we're uh, hanging up on him immediately. Soon, Joe. As soon as somebody says the words, they don't even have to say Tiger Woods. If they meant, if they start to talk about the animal, the tiger, hang up on. Him. If they say they're calling from the woods, hang up on him. No. <laughs> the fucking worst producer ever. <laughs> Jesus. You have one job. Uh, all right, well, the calls. Let's, let's get into uh, Motherfucker of the Week. You got two options. We went March Madness theme for you this week. Uh, your first option for Motherfucker of the Week is the guy who brags that he picked an upset in one of his brackets. He's the dude that filled out 25 different brackets for 13 different pools. He put them all out there. He just picked a bunch of different options he was like eh, mathematically i'm bound to get something right right one of these then, brackets is gonna get me the money and then when buffalo beats arizona he comes into the office he's like i caught it i had that in one yeah. of my brackets uh, what about the other although, 13 uh, i didn't have it there although I, I would even go so far as to say even the guy who only fills out one bracket oh i just knew that was coming man i, I had that all the way okay cool i'm fine with you calling an upset if you only filled out one bracket see i don't even brag about my upsets though. well that's because, the thing yeah it's but, all because dumb again i was just gonna say i was like I, i'm just picking based off of, oh and then it's like oh yeah i called it but i don't really feel smarter than anybody else because i did right. it's just I thought that was what's going to happen, Got- and it did, but all right, cool. <laughs> it's like being at a roulette table and be like, I knew red was coming up. Right. I fucking knew it. <laughs> like, no, I no, had a 50% bro. chance of being right. <laughs> fucking nailed it. All right. Uh, it, all right, we can fold that in. It, just yeah, the guy no, just who saying, brags. I was going to say, the guy just who the person brags, who brags about, about calling picking, an upset. Picking an upset. Yeah, that's As that's if you're your the only person option. who's ever done it. Your Your other option is the guy who... 15 minutes into the very first game of the tournament, whines that his <laughs> bracket is busted. 
Or even even yesterday in general, I felt like after every game, I saw somebody somewhere complaining about their bracket being busted. And it's like, well, even ESPN was like tweeting out, they're like, the bracket busting bulls. It's like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Stop well, it. And the funniest, stop it. The funniest part is because they, uh, you know, Arizona was a trendy pick to go pretty far for everybody. It actually didn't really bust many brackets. Yeah, that's the other thing. Mathematically, when, right. everybody had them or I had them they going said, far. Like, I don't really think that. I think they said 16% of brackets, like, didn't have Arizona yeah, going past so this week. it's not so really it's, busting anything. No, it's that's ju- a misnomer. Yeah, it, it totally. I mean, yeah, if you pick Arizona yeah, I mean, to I, win it all, I you're probably a, not going to win your pool. I'm but, down a Final Four team, but fuck it. It didn't right. bust my bracket. <laughs> right. I still got three more. <laughs> We're good. Busted. That we bracket's to, busted. We need to talk about my bracket. Penn, my, Penn my, is my, struggling. My wife turned away from me last night when I told her who I had in my, my national championship and who I had winning it all. Good teaser. That's a good teaser yeah. for uh, for after Turned upper deck. Away from me. <laughs> that tells me you did not have Kentucky anywhere in that mix. No, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't why she turned away from you. <laughs> she expected that. I felt dirty when I filled out my final bracket. I was not happy about. The I mean, way you I already said you had Arizona bracket. in the final four, so that's already. Yeah, a, yeah that was already one knock. On as my a bracket. Xavier fan, you're yeah. you're evil. Like. All the shit I talked about, Miller. That I means still you, was like, that yeah, means you but I think they're going to go this far. Can I, can I guess who your final four was? Go ahead. I mean, obviously Arizona. Uh, I'm going to say on the other side of the bracket, you had Villanova. Uh, Keep in mind last week, remember when you asked me, who do you think is the strongest conference? And I said, based on my final ACC. four picks, it was going to oh, be yeah, yeah. ACC. Yeah. And I was like, I had none of my final four picks I think actually made it in, <laughs> into my thing, except for <laughs> Villanova. I think Villanova was the only one that I actually ended up picking in my bracket. So go ahead. So you already got the one with Arizona. Arizona. Villanova. Villanova. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably be upset with you if you picked Duke, so I would guess you picked Duke. I did. Oh, you son of a bitch. I and know. then I'm guessing you didn't pick Xavier out of the, the West. I did. Oh, you did? So you got I Xavier in the did. Final Four. Okay. But that means... Okay, so you had Xavier <laughs> over Arizona on the one side because you said you're down to you Final see, Four. You see where this is going, don't you? You picked Villanova to beat Xavier in the championship game. No, at worst. You picked Duke to beat Xavier? My wife turned away from Get me. Out. I told you. Get out. <laughs> Get out. I felt Joe, so... congratulations. You've just been promoted. <laughs> Lauren, felt... you want to produce the show? So dirty. Everybody moved down a chair. <laughs> Scott's out of the show. I, dude, I had us losing Good the Lord, championship. Man. I was Good like, Lord. if this happens, it's all my fault. And every Xavier fan in the country can kick me in the dick. And the worst part is that that is still a possibility. Right. Like, it's not even I'm like... I feel so awful. It's not even like... But that's why I said I hated my bracket. I hated everything about it. I'm like, there's nothing about this bracket that I like. I mean, because on the one hand, you're like, yay, he's ever made it to the national championship. If they lose to Duke at the national championship, that would suck so much. Yeah, wang. dude. Yeah. All the wang. <laughs> and I picked it. I was like, yep, I just did this. <sighs> So dirty. All right. Well, uh, you can direct your hate mail to uh, Scotty K underscore Junior on Twitter. Uh, Dan's already coming out hot. Says fuck that. I was proud of my Buffalo pick. That's a big pick if you had it. Pat my damn self on the back. I, I mean, no, I don't. Like I said, I don't really. I don't really have a problem. I know you've got a problem with somebody who brags. I don't have a problem with you bragging about an upset pick, especially I, I something like that. With, I like, just have a problem with it. Like, oh well, but it's because again, statistically, like if you if you've ever done this before, and and that I mean, filling out a bracket, you know to pick some upsets, 
and there's going to be some big ones along the way, and so somebody's going to get it. I mean, acting like you are smarter than anybody else, though, off of getting one, it's like, eh, I, I'm just not here for it. It's like, I, I'm, I'm straight up sitting there, like, all of the upsets that I picked, like, I, I was on, like, oh, man, I just, I knew it. I mean, that team just, because... You here, know how I picked my upsets? Here's, here's how I picked honest- my upsets. I went... Mm, I gotta have a twelve over five. Which one of these yep. do I want a twelve over five to be? I, I went through my bracket and was like, "Oh man, I got like three uh, eleven over sixes. That can't be right. Which one do I really hate?" <laughs> well, no, no, I looked at it. I was like, it's "You the, know, it's I, a I, process game. of elimination." Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? Who's the weakest one? Huh, Miami. I'm picking Miami to lose." And I got that one, and I was like, "Ah, that was total like I, the I just one upset. That they were the weakest six. Well, all right, we're getting way too. Let's let's come back to this right, conversation because yeah. we're like Brandon. basically going way off the rails early on, and you're not even drinking so we can't even blame it on that uh let's get into the beer for the show uh this week's show beer that scott will not be drinking <laughs> but that uh joe and i will be partaking real quick tank said that i would uh spit on a bald eagle on national television <laughs> that's kind of what i did by picking dude. you really did i mean dan, dan says he was shocked when he looked at my breath you shit in the blue blob's mouth is what you did uh, well that was the funniest part was i was like oh, i'm so glad you can't see picks before they lock so <laughs> so like nobody was gonna look at it and call me out and then once they locked i was actually surprised i didn't get anybody like texting me or talking shit about that group was too big man i couldn't i was I, like i couldn't find i couldn't anybody. find anybody's i there's too many people in I there like, i was lost in the trees you damn right we <laughs> we killed that group uh anyways show beer for the night we are drinking irish blessing uh by boulder beer company uh, well, I let me scratch that. I am drinking Irish Blessing by yeah. Boulder Beer Company, and Joe is going to venture into the stout world as well with me on this one. Uh, so this is a beer. Obviously, it's St. Patty's Day weekend. we got to do something that's Irish-themed, and I found this one in the store yesterday, and I was like, yep, on board. It's a coffee stout, so you already know I'm going to like it. Can I smell it? Yeah, you can smell it here. Cool. It's, it's going to be that. Don't do it. Mm. <laughs> it smells so fucking good it does smell good uh it's aged in tullamore dew irish whiskey soaked oak chips so basically as they barrel aged this one they put they soaked oak chips in irish whiskey and then aged the beer in that uh joe let's go to you first man initial thoughts on this brew as he takes his first sip yeah that's why i wanted to get him right off the bat well, it's got a nice, smokier flavor, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's not that bad yet. We'll see. <laughs> see how it holds up. Yet. <laughs> it's not that bad yet. How well, long? a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Joe, how long have you been waiting to drop a, we'll see how it holds up? Oh, since I opened up, you know, when you told me what the beer was. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's just see how it holds up. Uh, I got to be honest. I, I like the, the flavor of this. I mean, it is a, a good coffee stout. Only thing is, I'm a little disappointed. There's not a lot of whiskey flavor to it. I was expecting oh, wait, a little bit. Yeah, it's aged in. Uh, oh, I, no, I missed the part where you said something about whiskey. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I guess I missed that when I read through the can. Oh. So oh. It, it's, a, it's a weak uh, whiskey flavor, which I was hoping for a little bit more aged in some, some Irish whiskey. For an Irish beer. Right, you would think that this would be yeah, this would be a, a nice whiskey flavor, but it does kind of remind me of an Irish coffee, um, which is delicious and uh, so far not bad. Six point two percent. Contractually obligated to say that, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd like kick you out of the Irish fraternity. Like, oh yeah, Irish coffee's just okay. <laughs> it's I. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, 6.2% ABV on this one. The ratings are fantastic. Are they? It's like four caps on untapped. Uh, what was it? 96 on rate Damn. beer. Uh, so this is so the people love this. This is the people's beer. Yeah. Well, Irish people apparently. I feel uh, like Irish people are inflating the rankings a little bit probably. on this one. Uh, they're just like, the ballots. I've never even had this one, but it says Irish blessing. Five caps. Trump voter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Joe's right. We'll see how it holds up because this this is one that it could be like. Uh, it was a good stout, hey, or it could be one that started after a while. It's like, okay. whoa, that got really good. Hmm. Initial taste, though, it's a, it's a pretty solid beer. You're missing out. I'll let you know in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we got we got to get moving here into Upper Deck because we got an interview coming up because we're fucking important now. Uh, so let's get into Upper Deck. I'm waiting for my thing to load. <laughs> Technology's a real bitch. But as always, Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, locally owned in Columbus, Ohio, by Scott and Matt, a couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and me. Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you are going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000 for all of your sports, concerts, or theater ticketing needs and shout out to minuteman once again for the uh the, the amazing prizes, prizes. Yeah, yeah for the craft root sports bracket challenge and shout out to all of you for having us 230 people man 230 people now but 210 when the tournament started yeah. so all you stragglers can go fuck yourselves but officially <laughs> when the tournament began we got 210 people in the craft root sports group which is amazing because the three of us and set a goal of 50 people. We were like, if we get 50, man, we're, that's going to be We're going to be feeling like big shit. And, and we hit we 50, can... and we were like, all right, 75. We'll stretch yes. it to 75. <laughs> hey, man, we better move this to 100. <laughs> and then it was like, do you, do you think we could get 200? 210 by game time. We were the largest podcast uh, that Minuteman sponsors. And that's all due to you guys. So yeah. thank you for joining. Appreciate thank you support. for sharing. Thank you for having your friends join. Thanks and... for putting up with the the blast of tweets that we were putting out. Yeah. Well, it was all for good cause. It was a very good cause, but I, I, I know that that can get a little annoying. So thank you guys for sticking with that. All right. Upper deck. Sorry. That's all good. (laughs) Anyway, we've seen athletes perform on dancing with the stars, but this week with the return of American idol to TV, we got something we haven't quite seen before. Former Bengals and current Detroit lions wide receiver, Marvin Jones auditioned for the show this past season during the lions bye week in Nashville Let's take a listen to Mr. Jones' audition and see how he performed. I'll close my eyes And I won't see The love you don't feel When you're holding me Morning will come And I'll do what's right just give me till then to give up this fight. And I will give up this fight. Yeah. Cause I can't make you love me. <clears throat> All right, let's let's go ahead and turn that one off. <laughs> That it's was, a no for me, dog. <laughs> that was a little bit pitchy. Yeah. A little bit pitchy, a little dog. A little bit pitchy. Uh, Joe, is he going to Hollywood? 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, way to commit, Joe. I, I'm going to say they probably did not send him to Hollywood. Well, they did not, in fact, send Marvin Jones to Hollywood, mostly because, you know, he plays in the NFL and despite trying to and it was 100% just for ratings right yeah just other than just trying to charade that up they uh like it but either way uh you guys be the judge I I mean as somebody who you guys heard my pipes when I karaoke Bobby Brown and I am a damn good singer and I can say that that was that was not good I mean in my professional opinion Hmm. that was not good singing so then he's probably gonna get a record deal because if Mike Said that he's not. We all know <laughs> Mike don't know shit. So I don't. I didn't think that the judges actually thought that he was pretty good. I mean, I don't know if they were they were giving him nice extras. Yeah, because he's, he's an NFL, NFL player. player. Yeah, and they were just putting extras on it. But I, I didn't think. And there's much no. Of it. I mean, there's I'm pretty bad judge of talent though. I'll be sitting there every once in a blue moon when you know the wife's watching one of these singing shows, usually The Voice or whatever. And I'm like, well, that was fucking terrible. And they're like, oh my god, and yeah, ninety yeah, yeah. people are pressing <laughs> buttons, and I'm like, all right, I guess I just don't know what the fuck's going on. So, I, uh, you know, I, that, I'm not, I'm a terrible judge of this, but I didn't think that that was that. It good. was, it was really bad it was like, good it was for, really it bad. was good for the family cookout yeah yeah that's the thing he's got a he's got a voice that it's like your oh. local church yeah if you yeah. if you heard that guy in the office singing you'd be like he's a good that's what he is he's like the the most talented singer in the office and they're like you should audition for american yes. idol and then he and goes the most to american talented idol. singer in the nfl ain't saying shit You're right <laughs> <laughs> then he goes to the american idol and everybody's like oh Oh, good. Yeah. good. Yeah. Then everybody's got. Then you run fast. <laughs> That's my question. Uh, what's he do? Like back with the play? Like after that airs? What? What are his? Takes all the shit. I mean, he's got to get oh, a yeah, ton of shit for that, right? All the shit, like uh, all of it. You yeah. know, that's going to be on loop forever oh, I in the locker let room. Him forget that. Yeah, I'd be in the huddle. Like, hey, <laughs> why don't you belt out this play call? <laughs> I wouldn't let him know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Marvin Jones, right. everybody. Moving on. Let's get to some football news. Uh, it was the 89th minute of a game between PAOK and AEK Athens. I have no idea. It's two Greek professional soccer clubs. I don't it's know if important. that's supposed to be initials or if that's like the sure. actual. There's too many capital letters in there. Like it's all caps. I feel like, I don't, whatever. Anyways. A lot of people smarter than us can break it down. Moving yeah. on. There was a goal by uh, the PAOK that was waved off uh, for an offsides call. Naturally, it didn't sit well with the owner of the team, Ivan Savitas. Why did I give this story to myself? <laughs> uh, he got so pissed that he rushed the field to scream at the ref natural reaction when you're upset um that would be pretty normal and the story could end there but that's not all uh Savitas apparently had his gun holstered on him while rushing the field and was uh showing it to the ref saying your career as a referee has ended uh terrifying the only thing that can stop a bad owner with a gun is a good owner with a gun Sure. <laughs> I just the fuck? I just had to make the stupid argument. Oh, sorry. Okay, I was very. I wasn't stupid. being confused. I wasn't being. Here it is. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I gotta ask though. What what owner in the U.S. would be this crazy that like if something? Jerry Jones. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was fast money. That's exactly. I thought it was fast money. I thought we were supposed to answer could, answer it quickly. I see like, Jerry Jones showing up with like the Joker's a, a gi- gun from Batman, yes. <laughs> a giant forty-five. 
Everything's bigger in Texas. You done riffed your last game. I could see Mark that, Cuban doing this. On that Des Bryant. Why, they're all the Texas owners. That's a good point. That doesn't, yeah. That, you think Bob Kraft would do it? No, Bob Kraft would come up and he'd shake that ref's hand and he'd be like, just know, I know Vladimir Putin. And then he'd walk away. And then get his chain snatched. <laughs> no, no, just the rings. Oh. Well, <laughs> either way. I immediately had a flashback when you said the uh, he's he's got the gun. You know, makes the comment. I had a flashback to Ninja Turtles when Raphael opens up his trench coat and points to his sigh. He's like, <laughs> uh, uh. "Wow, that was gangster at five. <laughs> Could only imagine how gangster it was for that that owner to." What did this guy think was going to happen? Like, he was going to show his piece, and the ref was going to be like, no, you're right. It wasn't offsides. You're right. That's a good call. You're good. Yeah, it's a good call. Whatever. I've roughed my yeah. last game. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm out. I mean, I don't know. I would, that would be my last game. If somebody came up to me and threatened me with a gun for calling offsides, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, this is my last fucking game. I quit. You're right. I, you know what? I'm not even finishing this fucking game. <laughs> 89th minute, you got another minute plus stoppage time. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> You got this one, bro. <laughs> Why don't you take your piece and you fucking call the offsides the rest of this game? <laughs> That's pretty wild. That's psycho, man. That's psycho. And this is like a league that nobody really fucking knows about. I mean, I'm sure it's big in Greece, but uh, who gives a shit, right? Like, this isn't Mostly. even... Uh, wow, people That's... are fucking nuts. <laughs> That's good stuff. I'm very bummed that you didn't get my bad owner with a gun, good owner with a gun joke, though. It's very disappointing. It, it was awful. All right, fine. Fair enough. Like most of Mike's career. Wow. Damn. Wow. Joe coming in hot. Wow. All right, we're going to move on. Joe. We're moving on. We're wow. moving on. It's getting. Yeah. It's getting. Oh, shit. Oh, good. Let's go to something less controversial. Yeah, let's go to. It's It's been a while. <laughs> well, we've got Colin Kaepernick news for you. Cap. Yeah. Everyone's favorite alleged double murderer, O.J. Simpson, is finally taking a stab at Kaepernick's kneeling during the national anthem. I didn't Speak- read the story and I didn't see that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking with Buffalo News this week, O.J. said, quote, I think Colin made a mistake. I really appreciate what he was trying to say. I think he made a bad choice in attacking the flag. <clears throat> he never did that. I grew up in a time of the KKK. I didn't. I don't disrespect the Bible because of those guys. That's not the same. <coughs> the flag shouldn't be disrespected because what cops do. The flag represents what we want America to be. When he did it the first time, I thought, well, you took a gamble, and I give you credit. But it was him continuing to do it where he made the biggest mistake. <laughs> this guy talking about big mistakes. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in what you do, what doing what you think is right. But I would always stand for the flag. End quote. All right, guys. Now that uh, OJ's weighed in on it, we can finally put this to bed. Finally done. Cap has Cap has fucked up. It's, it's official. It's uh, it, everything wrong. he's done has been wrong since Jump Street. OJ had the final. OJ's one. back. That's the yeah. That's the that is thing. That, OJ is back. That's is really that's the moral of the story. OJ is back. OJ is back. Uh, I, just no, okay, laying so down, laying down his moral authority right. that he has earned. Over the last 20 plus years. And he's been... He's back. He's been in jail for eight years. So I feel like we need to backtrack on every big hot button issue that's happened for the last Let's go back years. and ask like, OJ. OJ, what do you think about... Yeah. I mean, everything. He missed like all of Obama's presidency. What does he even think of Obama? Does he know about Obama? Like, I feel like OJ just was in prison, like no TV, like just staring at the wall. The white walls. <laughs> 
<laughs> Weird. Yeah, I don't. This is hilarious. I don't know why anybody stuck a mic in front of OJ and because said, you get shit like this. That's no, I know why. you get you get gold. Hey, OJ, what do you think about Kaepernick? Whoa, I got thoughts on that. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like if we could get OJ on the phone, I would. I would love to just. Oh, ask him if we could get OJ. Did you watch this past Sunday? I did. Oh my God. Hypothetically, I watched it. I don't I, know. I think he did it. You think? Yeah. Finally? You finally This is the nail on the coffin. This is like OJ's final thing. I mean, I I had my suspicions before, but I think he did that shit. Dude, you know? when he was when he was going through the story when he was like, hypothetically, hypothetically I show up with Charlie and uh he's looking around the house and and, and hypothetically uh he shows up and takes a karate stance and hypothetically and then he just dropped the hypothetically and was like, she's like, what, what was going through your mind right there? Uh, I just blacked out, you know? I, I just blacked out, and, and next thing I know, I'm covered in blood. Hypothetically, I, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I think might happen. I don't if, like bringing up my kids because I told them I wouldn't, but I'm going to talk about my kids. I was like, dude, he's, he <gasps> totally fucking did it. Totally did it. Allegedly. Hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. Okay. Cap. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you switched it up there. That I, I, w- I would, I would welcome more OJ stories. Yeah, I would totally every every OJ, OJ story. I feel we like get. OJ is in a position where he would do the show. If we could get a hold oh, of him, God, he would yes. totally do the show. Just because we'd be like yeah. OJ, there might be two hundred people that hear this, and he'd be like, "Really? Oh, all right, <laughs> two hundred and ten to be." Exact. But we're fucking doing that over the phone. He's not coming over here. I'm fine with him coming over here. He's only killed two people that had personal... Well, the one didn't, but <laughs> one who had personal connection. I mean, as long as we don't walk in on him killing anybody, we're probably safe. <laughs> I feel like. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. All, All right. right. Hypothetically. This week, uh, the LaSalle University baseball team was on their way to a game when they had to stop the bus. Apparently, there was a car that had double parked and blocked the street, so their bus couldn't get past. So what's a team of college baseball players to do? Pretty much the only thing they can do at that point, uh, all of the players from the LaSalle team got off the bus, banded together, and dragged the car out of the way before just getting back on the bus and heading to the game. It was like an hour before first pitch, and they were like, what are we going to do? We're going to be late. Well, let's move this shit, and they just dragged the car out of the way. Uh, LaSalle ended up, they went on to lose the game 9-8 to in 13 innings, and I'm just going to go out there and say it. Blame that on the extra energy that was spent dragging a car out of the way. You got a long game. You're going 13 innings. You're bound to lose that one because you wasted all that energy dragging an SUV out of the street on the streets of New Jersey or New York or wherever they were. Did you mean to skip a story in Upper Deck or did you do that on purpose? Uh, Did I skip a story? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, sure did skip a story. Look at that. Look at that. That's yeah. a- <laughs> I, I skipped a story, man. My bad. It's all good. I mean, nobody can see the rundown except for me. I could have totally just rolled with it you and know not what called it, you out. The reason why is because, I, yeah, I, I mean, like, it's a dick move on your part. It's a little dick move on your part. I was staring at you stone-faced, and I was waiting for you to that's say, what like, I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? I was like, like no reaction to this at all? Like, this is a good story, man. I was waiting. I, I started, you know what it was? It was the, the opening line of that story threw me off because it says 49ers, yeah. and I, I'm thinking in my head, Kaepernick, that 49ers. Be, that must be why I glanced real quick, scrolled like, down to the next story. Like to skip the story. Uh, but that, that's nuts. I want to know why the car was just there. 
they double parked. Like the the dude just was like, I don't oh, okay. know if he was like running in somewhere or whatever, but he just like parked in the street and then what a fucking like, asshole. left it there. And the bus was coming. It was like oh, oh, that deserves one of do? those um, those made ticket things. Where it's like don't park like an asshole. You just put it in the windshield. What do you or do if you look out of the store and see a team of a college a college baseball team just dragging your car out of the street? I wouldn't know what the fuck to think. I'd be like, are, are, oh, no, that's me. I'm an asshole. That's my fault. I'm yeah. an asshole on that one. You know that dude wouldn't do that, though. He'd come out and be like, what are you doing touching my car? I'd I would like, totally be mad, though, that it was a sow. Like, <laughs> Get your fucking hands off my whip. I double parked on purpose, bitch. I knew you guys were coming. Fuck out of here. Oh, shit. But, yeah, that's some crazy shit. Assholes. Don't park like an asshole. That's the moral of the story. Moral of the story. Don't park Especially like an if you're... Near a place where a college baseball team is coming to play. Absolutely. Because they'll drag your shit. Good for them. Let's back it up a little bit. Go ahead and do that. All right. I'll do the story <laughs> before. All right. So remember when the 49ers sent out a survey asking. I uh, do remember like, that. Weird. I know. Huh. They, they asked people like me if uh, winning was important. Uh, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really sure. Uh, you know, might have been. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you know part of the game but anyway it turns out it's not the worst thing that a team could ask in a survey this week the tottenham Hotspurs sent out a survey to the fans no idea what was in most of it but the one question is the one that everybody's wondering about the survey asked fans to rate responses definitely agree agree neutral disagree or definitely disagree and the question was a woman's place being in the home not really sure why that would make it onto a sports survey. Yeah, no, no need for that. But it anywhere did, and this isn't the 1970s or 60s. So if you answer anything other than strongly disagree, you're probably a giant dickhead. Yeah, um, but Tottenham did apologize and pass the buck onto a third party company that ran the survey. <laughs> of course they did, because they're like, no, we didn't do that. Not, not they only, made that. Well, not only that, not only did we not do that, we also didn't proof this or review it before we sent it out. We just were like, ah, put it. Whatever in there is in there. Don't care. We trust that third-party vendor. So if, if, if they put anything fucked up in there, we'll just blame them. <laughs> they, said, they said, what? Uh, no, that wasn't us. No, we didn't do that. We didn't, we didn't do that one at all. Is uh, the use of nigger okay? Uh, that wasn't us. Got him. Jesus. Got him. All right. Coming out with that one. All right. Well, uh, Muskies put up 102. Yeah, I saw that. 20-point win. 21-point win. Dub. Hmm. Can't wait to talk to Eric in a little bit here. <laughs> 10.30. We're, we got Eric Single coming on. Uh, Sports Illustrated writer. You'll find out why I'm really excited to talk to him here uh, coming up in 20 minutes. Let's talk some college football. Kind of. For the last story of Upper Deck, it's very loosely related to college football. Like, almost not at all, uh, but just enough to, <laughs> to make it worthy of the show. Um, so it's spring break uh, for a lot of colleges, and that's a time when kids lose their fucking minds. We've seen videos of butt luges and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, one of the viral videos from this spring break was of a girl who was shaking her ass. Well, there was a dude who recorded himself smacking and licking said ass. Um, he put that out on Twitter. It turns out that girl is dating a Shaw University football player, Christian Fulston. The video went viral, uh, something like 22,000 likes, 11,000 retweets. Damn. Uh, yeah, crazy video. Of well, just ass getting smacked? Yeah. 
People are weird. Yeah, super weird. Let me just um, retweet this asking. <laughs> okay. And the, and the dude's video was like, I'm going hard in Miami or something like that. Like, it wasn't even... Uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, the viral video got back to Folston, who was pretty pissed off, considering that he paid off $384 in credit card debt that the girl had before she uh, she went on vacation. The girl then even messaged the guy asking him to take it down. No such luck. But lucky for us, the guy was kind enough to post the screenshots of their DMs. So without further ado, everybody, it's time for another edition of Craft Brew Sports Theater. Yes! <laughs> In this edition, I will be playing the role of the ass shaker. Scott, you will be playing the role of the guy who tweeted out the video, a man <coughs> only known as his Twitter name, Casanova. <clears throat> Can you please delete this? This is me. You got a man, huh? No, I, I just don't want to be out there shaking my ass like that all over Twitter, SMH. You got a nice ass. Embrace it. That's not the point, SMH. Why can't you delete it? For one, it's been up for almost a 24 whole hours. A 24 whole hours. <laughs> Idiot. No <laughs> point now. For two, it's one of my personal fun videos. Whatever that is. So, I mean, why would I delete something for somebody else? Okay, I'm over it. Then keep it. Well, shit. Let me get, <laughs> let me get a little bit from my fries. I thought don't know you, what that means. <laughs> thought you didn't have a man. SMH. At that point, he posted a link to her boyfriend's Twitter account. <laughs> I don't, LMAO. LMFAO. You sick. No, sir. That's you, LMAO. Not even. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and he hits her with what's your number at the end of it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's some good <laughs> CBS theater. It's Ooh. not my favorite CBS theater, but it's up it's, there. It's good. <laughs> I, well, and let's all be honest. Nothing. It's going to take a lot to top. The, I'm going to get you pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nobody's beaten. Uh, Who was it for the Eagles? Somebody yeah, the, from the Eagles, defensive right? lineman for the Eagles. Uh, I don't know. He's a Super Bowl champ now. So He's getting sued, man. He's getting sued. Yeah. Breaking up a marriage. <laughs> But this dude, I mean, first of all, dick move of this guy to put up this video. Um, Is it, though? Yeah, man. You got You can't just put up a video of some girl without her permission. I mean, who said? <laughs> I mean, all right. Maybe. All right. I'm an asshole. Yeah, sure. He, he, okay. I didn't say ahead, you were an asshole. Just, uh, is it an asshole move? I would say it's an Spring asshole Spring break, y'all. I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. I she, mean, that's all I'm she saying. She has to know. I guess kids re- need to realize there's cameras everywhere. Like, I also thought a funny part of this was dude was mad because he paid a whole $384 of credit. He's a, he's a college football player. They Actually, there should paid. be an NCAA investigation. Now got the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dollars. They're going to be like, wait a second. How funny would he be if he got, Hang on. If he got in trouble with the NCAA <laughs> and kicked off the team because of this story? So your girl cheats on you on spring break. You're out $384, and, and you're off the team. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be absolutely brutal. On. What's your number? What's your number? <laughs> it's such a good way to end it. This has been Upper Deck. Brought, brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. And butt luges. <laughs> and those. And Mike reading out of war.
<laughs> uh, guys, make sure you share the show out there. Uh, I'm really the only one that can do shots today, so if you share the show, you're just going to make it a rough night for me. So please share that. If we get up to Hell 15 yeah. shares, I'm going to do uh, something. I don't know. Uh, we got about 15 minutes until we're going to have Eric Single from Sports Illustrated on the show. Uh, so before we get to that, we didn't really have enough time to do my punishment this week. It's a good punishment. JB, goddammit, came up with a good punishment. That's going to get moved to next week. Um, so instead, let's break into some white motherfucker. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this, but let's do the white motherfucker question of the week and find out if I am still a white motherfucker after this hiatus that we've done. <clears throat> this R&B artist produced the smash hit Another Sad Love Song. Name that artist. And I say that. I'll even give you a hint. She sang the song. She didn't produce it. You know who did produce it, though? Somebody else who you've missed before. He is it, is it Babyface? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Babyface right. did right. produce it. All right. Um, hmm. Who sang Another Sad Love Song? Was that Tony Braxton? Motherfucker! He got it! Fuck yeah! Holy shit! I'm gonna be in trouble for yelling, but that is fucking beautiful. When I can drink again, yeah. I just got as soon as you're allowed to drink, you have to start off a show chugging a Smirnoff ice. Motherfucker! Oh, that feels good. That feels so good right there. I am. Where'd you pull that one out of your ass from? I I've. The song, like the title, sounded so familiar to me. I honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't even get the melody right now if I tried. But I just the, it just stuck in my head, man. The fuck? I feel so good right now. I can't even explain <laughs> to you how good I feel. Like, this is, I'm glad there wasn't a football around. That bitch would have got spiked. <laughs> I would have kicked shit. that shit right through the TV. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> I mean, the Michael Jackson one, I was like, all right, if he gets this, I mean, he better. Tank says Mike's got some deep Tony Braxton knowledge. <laughs> Damn. Well, I, I mean, I guess in two weeks I'll be starting off the show. That, that, and that's that how we're going to do it. So we're going to do it during the intro. I, I'm like, you, we do the intro and like right out of... Right yeah, out of the yeah, drops yeah. and the music and, hey, you know, it's just me. As soon down as on cameras come on, yeah, down on you're doing day. that. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I am so excited right now. <laughs> this is some old bullshit, too, because we couldn't get the fucking punishment together. And <laughs> I just was like, ah, oh, I'll just throw together a white motherfucker. He ain't going to get it. It doesn't matter. I was so you confident. You were confident, too. You were so shit. confident. Ain't no way you're getting this shit. And then you fucking. I mean, I'm shocked you know who Tony Braxton is. <laughs> I mean, uh. Even when I said she, I was like, he still ain't going to get it. <laughs> Fuck it. I can say she. I was probably, well, you originally asked who produced it, and I was going to guess well, Babyface. Well, no, just no, because. And, and the only reason why I was going to. Who produced the hit, and I meant who sang the hit. And the only reason like, why I was going to guess Babyface was because you were joking around that you could right. ask me a question again, and well, I'd still and get it wrong. That's why I said, I was like, wait a minute. The way I phrased the question was produced, and I didn't actually mean. But, and then I thought it was funny that it's like, hey, also Babyface produced this because you missed that shit. Well, yeah. I feel so good right Fucking now, man. Hell. I feel so good. I can't wait. To talk to Eric now because I'm on a like a high. I, oh, this is, this is so good. Uh, all right, let's talk some March Madness. We started to, to talk about it before. Uh, guys, share the show because now I was planning on doing a shot of Hypnotic uh, after missing that question. But Do we have 
we, we don't have any Baileys for you, Dick? No, oh. I'll get. There's Fireball in the bar. Oh, I'll okay. That. Yeah. Cool. If we hit 15 chairs, I think we've gone like three weeks without even hitting 15. That's true. So. You motherfuckers, step your game up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Share the show. <laughs> Damn. The uh, fuck is wrong with you guys? Also, if we do have time for like a quick call if you if you want to hit up the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK. It's open for now. It will be closing here in a little bit uh, once we have to have to get on with the interview. Uh, but okay, so March Madness, so your final four, you um, you switched it up on us after <laughs> what you had guessed on the show. Surprise, surprise. Not guessed, just what I said. Well, and it was, I mean, it doesn't work out anyways. Like the, uh, yeah, because we did that before fr- the yeah, brackets, say, before were the brackets came out, so it didn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, I need to look who the my funniest, final four was. The funniest part is I think I still have the potential to do my You're pretty four close, because, yeah, well, yeah. Well, because I, I, I said Michigan State. I said UNC, Villanova, and I don't remember who my fourth one was. I don't know. Did I? I might have went Virginia. I don't know. I think you did because they were the number one overall. So yeah, you, you punted on that one. But either way, I had the potential. You, I could have actually picked you, that in my bracket. Do you like uh, how my one final four from that episode before the brackets were set? Uh, I I had Notre Dame in and my then final they didn't four. Even make it in the tournament. Didn't make the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I almost text you and then I'm like, well, I'll just call them out of the show. <laughs> I knew going in that they had a, a tough. I knew time. they were a bubble team, and then but... they lost in the the ACC tournament, and I was like, eh, that might knock them out. But that, the the hope was, I think, for everybody was like they were getting guys healthy and stuff. Yeah. So that was like they were going to get in based off the fact that they had played well down the stretch. Well, and you got a team and they like got healthy. You got a team so, like Oklahoma who, who had no business. Yeah, they in. didn't deserve to be in. But so you still picked. <laughs> well, I I picked them because again, I was just like, there's going to be a ten over seven upset, and if there is a ten over seven. This feels like the one that it could be because they got Trey Young. So bad, they do look horrible, but they still have Trey Young. And I thought, I thought that would be enough. Yeah, that would be enough for like all he had to do was get hot, and which he did. But that 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 was the thing, though. The second half of the season for them, that was never enough. Right. He would get hot every game and be like, oh, look at the box score. Trey Young scored 30, and they lost. But they were 20. also playing against Big 12 teams and not Rhode Island, so that's why I figured if he gets hot against Rhode Island, yeah, he they could pull this upset off. Yeah. I didn't and – and, I mean, Joe and I were talking about it before you got here today. That game didn't really feel like – like it felt more like an upset if you picked Rhode Island, even though they were the seventh seed. That was the funniest part. When I picked Rhode Island, I'm like, why does this feel like I'm picking the team? But it's right. just because of name. That's it's all it. name. It all name. Yeah, absolutely. And if they didn't have Trey Young, they would have never been in. Oklahoma wouldn't have been in that. If, no, definitely if not. If his name wasn't Trey Young. Which is why Notre Dame would have been in the Final Four. Had, uh, <laughs> yes, that's, that's the, actually the only thing that stopped history was... Was Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young ruined Notre Dame <laughs> getting to the Final he, Four this year. He completely year. altered history. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, the Irish could have taken that spot, and that still would have worked out for me. Notre Dame versus Xavier in the championship game, which is what I said back in episode 70. Although I picked them on the same side of the bracket. <laughs> it was like they would just cancel the other. Anyways, uh, my Final Four is Virginia, Xavier, Purdue, and Michigan State. Purdue looks awful after that injury. Yeah, uh, once that. that happened, I was like, mm, "That's that's going to be bad for me." Yeah. Um, Virginia could struggle because they got that 
uh, that dude's got a broken hand. Well, I Virginia's love it. By the way, always gonna how struggle. great are our analysis here that we're like, that dude got hurt, and the other dude, he's got the yeah, hand thing, yeah, and uh, that's not going to be good that for That one guy's done. We are so into college basketball. That's, well, that's, the, that's, that's <laughs> why. That, that is ultimately why. I'm, I'm going to pretend otherwise. When I fill out these brackets, I, I pay attention to Xavier, and that's it. The, yeah. On the peripheral, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Trey Young. I know of him. He's like the only other person in college the basketball only other name. I can name. Uh, I can name... Uh, DeAndre Ayton from, yeah, why? from Arizona because, because of he the got whole paid. scandal thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. about it. But Otherwise, I, mean, I wouldn't for, know. Yeah, I was going to say, for actual play, by the time these brackets come out, I'm like, all right, so who we got? <laughs> who are all these teams, and what do I need to know about them? Oh, those are all Big East teams? I'm having them advance because I've seen them this year. <laughs> that was like how partially how I fill out my bracket. I used to do that with the A10 when Xavier was in the A10. I'd be like, oh, they were tough. They played Xavier tough. I bet they can give somebody a run for their money. Uh, I bet they can win that game and would get upsets off that. That's why, again, I wouldn't brag about that. It was just, oh, I've seen them play. That was why I picked them. And, I mean, I, I, I'm basically a woman when I make my picks. Just wow, different man. types of knowledge. It's not based on school colors or anything or mascot. It's just oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> I know that was sexist. It was super. Should, should we send out a survey and ask if it, <laughs> if you agree with that analysis? I'm, that was horrible. Once again, uh, I'm sober at Scotty K underscore Junior on I'm Twitter. I'm going to hell. Yep, that was some OJ sure? analysis right there. <laughs> He's just butt hurt because he can't drink. <laughs> I'm butthurt twice. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Dick. Anyway. The look away. The look away. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, first first day of the tournament's in the books. Second day is almost in the books. Anything that you've seen that you're surprised about? <laughs> Arizona losing the first game. <laughs> I mean, I picked, them to go, s- I picked them to go to the final four, and I'm – am I – uh, no, it's not. It's not that I'm actually shocked that they lost. It's that it's the first game. <laughs> that's true. So, I mean, it, but that's okay. So that's their second time in three years that they've been eliminated in the first round, right? Yeah. Prior to this, in between, in between that, in their second year, their loss was to Xavier. Yeah. So Sean Miller's potentially last three tournament appearances were exit in the first round, exit to Xavier. Exit in the first round. <laughs> that that's could be fucking amazing. That could be it. He could be done, and that's how it ends. Oh my god, that's fantastic. That is, you know what that absolutely is? Absolutely poetic amazing. justice. <laughs> that's that's somebody hopping out of their Buick and crashing a Lexus and just having to walk away from it all. You don't get it. You don't get the fucking I reference. Do. I did. I just wanted to give you that you look so that you freaked out. I for fucking a hate you, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Sat. You, it's your fucking show now. You fucking do the whatever. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Welcome to the Scott Kaiser Hour. Uh, yeah, no. I, other than that, surprise wise, um, not not a whole lot. I, you know what I'm surprised about? Here's what I am surprised about: the fact that we thought this tournament was going to be absolutely nuts, and there really haven't been. I mean, okay, you got Buffalo over Arizona, you got Loyola over Miami. Outside of that, there hasn't been a ton of upsets. Like, I was expecting this first two days to just be completely bananas I know, but didn't with we how say, wide open it was. But didn't we say that last week that we thought also at the same time it we could thought it would be, be wild? Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, but then every year it kind of is, well, it could be wacky. And then we get in the tournament and then it just kind of, everything falls in. And you're like, all right, well, 
they, they, these guys know what they're doing with the seed. Yeah. Like, everybody gets so mad about who makes it in, who doesn't, and then the seeds kind of all fall in place, and you're like, yeah, that, I mean, it went how it was supposed to. Does that make you feel better as a Xavier fan to know that oh, God, no. things are falling in, I was, the way they should? I, I, at tip-off, I was, I was sweating bullets. <laughs> I'm like... Here it comes. And my, my, my forecast of being the first one to lose to a 16, it's going to happen. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then, then, then they got up, and I was like, okay, we're good. And then, and then, then they, uh, Texas Southern goes on that run. I'm like, oh, shit, it's come to fruition. It's come to fruition. <laughs> and that's just me. It wasn't until Xavier was up by 30 where I'm like, all right, I think we got this. <laughs> I think yeah, we I think got it was, It's like the OJ murder. I, I think he did it. Like, <laughs> Finally nailed that down, but yeah, I mean, I, that's just me being nervous. I, I, I mean, I did pick us to go to the national championship, so there's a certain level of confidence, but it's it's the shakiest Homer confidence. I mean, I don't know where I, I, I wish I would be able to remove myself from my Xavier fandom and and pick the bracket and see where I would have actually had Xavier going if I didn't also have that. Because as much as I've seen them, I do know that they're capable of getting there, but I also have this feeling that, you know, they're not going to do it because they're my school and, you know, there's no way my a team I root for is going to do anything other than fail me. So, <laughs> You know, you're not alone, though. Like, I've talked to a lot of Xavier fans who have had that exact same feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Just one of those things where it's like, oh, it's my team. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to screw this up. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely thought. And I mean, I don't know what it is about that. We talked about it a little bit. Like, is that just the fact that we've still got that mentality of they're not a, a top tier team and they're still kind of mid major? Like, that's just stuck in our head, and that's why we feel it's, like they're it, not going to do it. Or I, it, do we just feel like? That's just our fucking luck. Well, that that's it, that's it, the kind of thing that would it's happen. It's partially that, and it's partially just the, that there's just like, when you see a team so much, you, you're able to dissect all of their weaknesses. And you start thinking about all of the weaknesses, and you're yeah. like, if this happens, then we're going to go down for yeah. sure. Oh, like, s- small guards, give them fits. Like, right, and, yeah. And, oh, and this they, kid's small, and he flexes a lot, they, so maybe. <laughs> if they start turning the ball over, they're screwed. Yeah, there, there's always that, that kind of doubt in your head as right. to whether or not but I feel like when you're the one seed, you shouldn't. Oh, you're supposed to. You're you shouldn't have that. But doubt. Xavier did exactly what they're supposed to do as a one seed. For them being a one seed the first time in school history, oh, you scored a hundred points and you blew the team out of the gym that had to play their way in. Yeah, you did exactly what you were supposed to do as a one seed and prove that you you know belonged on that one seed line. It wasn't a close, tight. Oh uh, yeah, I mean even Kansas yesterday for a little bit. In the first half, like came out struggling, and people had right. started, you know, started to get a little worried. Yeah, it started to say stuff about Kansas prior to the tournament started. Like, oh, you know, I could see it, and they they came out a little shaky. And even though Xavier, you know, let Texas Southern tie it up, it was never in doubt. Pretty much after that tie up early in the first half. So, well, I'm glad we were talking about this because we have on the line with us right now, uh, writer from Sports Illustrated, Eric Single. Eric, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Uh, we are fantastic after, after the, the game. Xavier game. <laughs> so, Eric, first of all, man, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show because I came out of the gate hots uh, on Twitter. Like, hots? Uh, hots. I was hots on Twitter. <laughs> you have the best hots. Uh, <laughs> so to, to back this up, for those of you that don't know, uh, Sports Illustrated tweeted out their uh, check out our expert brackets and uh, compared. And Eric filled out his bracket before the playing games yeah. even started. <laughs> And had Xavier losing in the first round. Uh, so I saw that and was like, are you 
kidding me right now? <laughs> they don't even know who they're playing, and he's got them losing. And I, I fired off a, a tweet that had some coarse language in it. And you know. Like a gentleman, Eric was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come on the show and talk about it. I'd, I'd love to. And I was like, wow, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting <laughs> to get blocked. Uh, so thank you <laughs> for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I it certainly wasn't anything personal and uh i was not trying to get podcast bookings um but, uh i i i definitely uh i like predictions i think they're fun to do and so i think that when you do them you should be able to you should be down to talk about them so i'm i'm all i'm i'm, I'm on board that's awesome man. so what what made you pick? I, I mean, I understand Xavier was, you know, arguably, you know, people are saying they're the weakest one seed in recent history. They were obviously the fourth one seed this year, but no one seed has ever lost to a 16 seed. So why was it that you felt confident enough to put that bracket out there? You knew Sports Illustrated was going to put that as their expert brackets. So what made you confident enough to throw that upset in your bracket? Right. And I, I guess, uh, so one thing that you guys just mentioned that I picked it, I wrote it in before the playing game happened. I was pretty confident that Texas Southern was going to win that game. If we're, if we're talking about predictions that I, I did get right. Um, like uh, NC central was like the sixth best team in the MEAC. So, and uh, Texas Southern has been to the tournament many times. They, as you guys saw tonight, have a lot of major college guys that transferred out. So they're sort of a different animal than a normal uh, 16 seed in that respect. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess, so uh, I think we all know why a 16 seed has never beaten a one seed. And everyone seems to generally accept that it is going to happen eventually. But I think what's always going to be that barrier for the predictive part of it is that when it does happen, it's, uh, I, I think, I think it's, I think part of part of the logic behind it was that I was not going to pick every NCAA tournament game based on which teams had a 51% chance or better of winning. So like that, I mean, that'll get you burned in much closer <laughs> matchups than, than tonight's will. So in, so, so what we're talking about the 16 beating the one that's, it, that exists in a universe where weird stuff has to happen. You have to have some sort of extraordinary performance, some sort of weird fluke, something that has not happened in however many years the, the tournament's been 60-14. So uh, I guess part of the part of the ingredients that I uh, sort of thought that this particular team might have uh, in a bunch of gunners that could score uh, at the level or at least at the frequency of, of a bigger team. And I guess going back to what I said about the, the athletes from the major colleges, uh, we certainly saw inside for a little while at least that it was not like a blatant advantage. Xavier and, and Reed got in foul trouble, so that was that pretty much doomed them. But having, I mean, there's not many 7-2 guys at the lower levels of, of Division One basketball, so that is sort of an interesting variable. So when you take in... Uh, Reed's presence and Jefferson's willingness to shoot a million times a game, no matter who <laughs> is guarding him and what has happened in the past flex. 30 seconds or, or 30 minutes. Uh, I, I thought that if it, something does happen, this would be the sort of recipe uh, that would 
uh, that would make it happen. And, I, and it's not, uh, like I said, like, I, I guess I, I wasn't make, I was making it more about the ingredients on the 16 side than the one side. If I think the most negative thing I felt about Xavier was, um, as, uh, I guess the, the interior offense is not like, like a dominant team like North Carolina that can just like, mm-hmm rock you on the boards and things like that. Um, But we, I mean, we saw with Gonzaga and a couple other one seeds that are not used to being one seeds. And I think I heard you guys talking about that before I I jumped on that. It, it is a a different animal being the one seed than it is being the three or four. So uh, those were the variables that I took into account in short. Okay. So all of those points are actually really well, because when the game started, and obviously I don't know anything about Texas Southern, you laid it all out there, but I was like, wait a minute, they got a 7-2 guy? Huh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's weird. I mean, that you never really see that. I mean, in college basketball, definitely not you know on a lower-level team like that, so I did think that that was kind of strange. But I guess while you were running through all those points, I was thinking – if it wasn't Xavier that was going up against them, were, did any of the other one seeds, if they were in that same spot, would you have picked them to possibly lose to Texas Southern? I think, well, I mean, uh, I guess I, I would be inclined to pick against a, I think, I think I would have to go to the total opposite extreme and, uh, and think about it at least if it was somebody like Virginia, where the offensive ceiling seems to be lower. But I mean, uh, sort of like I said, we've seen Virginia in this top seed situation in the past, where it's like maybe they can hang around and they sort of suffocate them mm-hmm. down the stretch. Um, so I guess I would have considered it. Uh, I think I don't think any of the other three one seeds this year I would have picked against in that situation where they were, they were playing Texas Southern. Um, I mean, and I, and I wasn't really, uh, I would, I, I didn't pick all four, uh, 16 seeds as you saw. So right. <laughs> uh, I'm fully, fully aware that, that this does not happen that often, uh, if ever. Um, so, so part of it was sort of the, uh, the I'm not trying to insult a team that just won by by 19 <laughs> points, but uh, I mean, JP Makura just had the best shooting night of the season for him, and and they they don't have uh, compared to the other the to Villanova and Kansas at least that sort of individual dominant scoring that clearly shows you we are a top 10 team and you are a lower division one, a team in, in games like this, those guys tend to go off. And I sort of figured maybe Xavier doesn't have that type of guy. And, and maybe that is what makes this a closer game than some other 16, one matchups. Yeah. I think it's a good point because Trayvon blue, is supposed to be that guy for Xavier, but, but he, he also, can disappear. <laughs> yeah. He, he can ghost really quickly in a game. And, and that's when guys like JP have to step up. Uh, Eric, just to change gears a little bit, man, when you put out brackets like this and, you know, obviously this isn't your first time doing it. How annoying is it to have guys like me immediately jump on every <laughs> choice you've made where they they just get so butthurt that you picked against their team? Like, I feel like that would be the worst part of your job where it's just like, oh my God, guys, I got to fucking do this. Like, just get off my shit. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think people 
uh, I think a lot of people would take it as an insult. I mean, certainly sometimes the coaches and players uh, famously take it as an insult that people are, are counting that and stuff. And, and I, I, I don't know. I think they obviously don't mean anything. I think you should own your picks, but they, the entire predictions industry exists to like set an expectation of, of what's going to happen so that people that are parachuting in for their first Xavier game or parachuting in for their, for the tournament after not watching college basketball for four months have like a, a general understanding. So I, I will always tough it out through the insults because of that. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, I, I also do college football for us and, uh, and I grew up in the Atlanta area. And so when I would pick against UGA, especially this season, uh, I would have <laughs> high school and college friends think that this was part of my anti-UGA upbringing. And I was just projecting. And, and it's, it's really like uh, – it, it, so it's, it's not just strangers. It's, it's, it's people, people close to you that just assume that, that everyone picks – just the team they hate the most, which honestly might be a better uh, might be a better strategy than what my actual bracket is right now. But uh, I, I can assure them it, it's it's not the case. And and I I think if you have a good attitude about it, even if uh, I mean your your tweet to me was was not in the top five worst things that I've ever been <laughs> a prediction. Uh, so uh, um, so like I think if you if, if you take everything. Uh, at face value and, and just try to under, get some, have some perspective. Uh, it's easy to come back the next week and, and pick against uh, the same team that people just cussed you out over. So. <laughs> okay. That's that it. would be the best. <laughs> just be like, yeah, and guess what? They're going to lose in the second round then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question. I'm like, all right, so in the alternate universe where Xavier actually did make it out of the daunting 116 matchup, right. <laughs> What what do you what's Xavier's ceiling? I mean, if you were to fill out the bracket, I guess going forward, I mean, what do you think that? How far do you actually think Xavier could make it, even though you had him going? Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's that's also a part of. Uh, sometimes it's not the most efficient way, but I do sometimes in the bracket pick upsets in the first round where you feel like they have a tough road going forward. Um, I I think Mizzou if they win tonight, I guess we're talking. Uh, before that game starts, because it's going to start at one in the morning. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, I, Michael Porter being such a question mark, if he is not as rusty as he won the SEC tournament, um, maybe that is some sort of X factor. I, I think they're going to have a challenge scoring inside against either of those two teams, Missouri or Florida State. But uh, I mean, I, I think they would be fairly favored. Uh, Gonzaga was my final four selection out of this, uh, out of this, this quadrant. Um, and I, I still think despite how poorly they played against, uh, against UNCG on Thursday, um, that they, I feel like that would be a, like a 50, 50 game, them and Xavier, uh, given the stakes, if, if they do meet, uh, uh, next weekend. But, um, I, 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 I think that Xavier should probably, given the information we have about the tournament so far, be favored until the Elite Eight. And if they get North Carolina and Michigan, I, that's probably why I would stop it in my most optimistic uh, 
Xavier projection uh, where North Carolina, uh, I guess they struggled a little bit with Lipscomb today, but uh, I, I work in New York, so I was at the ACC tournament uh, last week, and it seems like they are starting to come together a little more than they were at some points during ACC play, and, and Michigan obviously just won the, won the Big Ten and always seems to be uh, it always seems to be right at this level uh, around March. So uh, I would I would take either of those top two seeds on the other half of it uh, over Xavier at this point. But um, I uh, yeah, part of the uh, part of part of the upset pick is well, at least they are. It's not going to be certainly not going to be a cakewalk to that for them to the Elite Eight in my in my uh, blatantly negative uh, <laughs> uh, outlook. I guess. <laughs> Eric, we have a, a poll question going on for this episode, and I'm interested to hear what uh, what you think since you're so ingrained in, in college basketball and, and picking and brackets and all that stuff. Uh, who is the more annoying guy? Is it the guy who says, ah, I had that upset in one of my brackets, or is it the guy who three minutes into the first game is whining that his bracket is busted? Wow, that is a... That's a doozy. <laughs> I, 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 I am very anti multiple brackets. Thank so you. Yeah, you like, just redeemed yourself, really Eric. My, yeah. yeah, you're back in our good graces, man. <laughs> Friend yeah. of the show. But, but I will say, uh, I will say that um, I, I deeply, deeply love working at Sports Illustrated, and, and these two days are the, the two of the best days of the year in the office because we have TVs at our desks, and it's just chaos as it is probably in normal offices, but uh, but <laughs> everyone is so locked in and everyone takes the brackets so seriously. And and even at this, being surrounded by passionate people in the newsroom and everyone likes each other, you still have people that are doing that, doing that other thing. Like, oh, like no, no perspective about like <laughs> this, <laughs> this game might change in the next hour and a half uh, <laughs> of elapsed time. Like, maybe maybe you don't have to get all 32 first round games right to to win like everyone everyone still goes through the same emotional spectrum so uh i i gotta go with the multiple bracket guy because i i just can't i can't oblige that but i i uh i they're both they're both people that i I don't love spending time around this time of year How competitive does it get? Like, do you guys have, I mean, obviously, you know, you're filling out these brackets for, for Sports Illustrated right. and it's going online. Do you guys have like an office pool that you guys throw some money into and, uh, you know, everybody's really pissed because now you got a chance to, to lose out on the pot because <laughs> goddamn Texas Southern blows it in the first round. <laughs> Can't knock out Xavier like they're supposed well, to. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I feel like I was the only one of the, of the dozens of people in the, in the pool that, that made that leap. Um, but, but it is, it is, it is our, our biggest, if you take in like Super Bowl squares and fantasy sports and things like that, this is the, this is the event that gets the widest engagement in our office and, and everyone, I think, I think, especially when I started at SI, there was this expectation like, Oh, well, I'm going to be spending time around these people that are uh, experts uh, at every sport and spend live and breathe this all the time. And, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, just like, just like everywhere else, um, one of our, one of our columnists daughters won the pool. Um, so 
that everyone the the intensity <laughs> is, is ratcheted up for sure because there's this level of integrity and, and sort of expertise and ownership and being the being the top of this particular popula- population you think would bring some prestige but having never won it i i can't confirm that but it, 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 it definitely uh uh it it definitely uh it's definitely a big deal i'll say that much was everybody uh accusing the guy who had his daughter fill out the bracket were they like that was just your picks and you just put her name on it you multiple bracket <laughs> jerk that's what i would yeah. do be like you just wanted to get a second bracket in here <laughs> yeah well I, I guess the way that we we sort of accept that you can enter multiple brackets, but the, it's a per bracket uh, deal. So like you, you have to own the fact that you are, you do not trust yourself and that you are, that guy. you are, yeah. you're hedging. And so <laughs> I, there, there's a certain level of understanding. At least I hope, I hope that it's, it's, uh, it's understood uh, throughout the office that, that those, that those people are, are taking that route and it's not, it's a, it's a different, set of planes, uh, different set of rules and, and a different level of congratulations. <laughs> totally honest, man. I understand, man. Well, listen, Eric, I, uh, I appreciate the time. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Um, I would look forward to once craft root sports gets picked up by sports illustrated and you guys are showing the <laughs> podcast. Like I look forward to having you back on the show again. I, I feel like this was like our audition. I think we did pretty good. I think we did. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's an yeah, open invite, than- uh, you know, for you to come on the show anyway. Because I mean, you you were awesome to talk to. So, so here's what we're gonna that. do, Eric. Uh, the first time you pick against Notre Dame in the college football season, I'm gonna fire off another tweet, <laughs> another angry tweet, and we'll get you back. Is that on. the other button? That's the other button I have to press. Okay. Yep. All yeah. Right. All you gotta do, and I, that's I only for one of us though, because I could give a damn about how many <laughs> damn games. In fact, pick against them every week. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, thanks I don't so much, it man. To take too long, but. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks again. All right, man. Cheers, man. That was uh, yeah. that was Eric Single, uh, Sports Illustrated writer, uh, producer. Man, that was awesome. That dude. was great. And you know, it what? was cool to hear that insight of a dude that like does this for a living. You well, know, like and it, he clearly watches the games and studies the team. That's what it wasn't yeah. just a. All right, well, I'm picking. I, I'm not saying that if you you make that prediction you're just trying to do it to be but we talked about it before the show i in, uh, i immediately think that basically you're being that guy who wants to say yeah i got this one right and i yeah. don't really know but i i think that xavier's weak enough that they're going to be the first ones to lose like i'm not really basing it on fact it's just they don't pass the eyeball test for what i think a number one seed is or i think they were overseeded so yeah they're going to be the first 16 to lose no i like he broke it down and as he was talking, I was like, man, those are some of the things that Dude, as, as the soon game as it, started, yeah. I thought, fuck, man, this is the type of thing that would screw us if it was going to screw us. Is that man yep. at 7 2 guy and them being really good at threes? It's like, if those things all come to fruition at the same time, I mean, that's what you need. And, but they all have to happen and they all have to be perfect in order for a 16 to ever knock off a one like that. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't to be against Xavier tonight. 
But I mean, him making all those points, I'm like, eh, this guy knows his shit. So now I'm kind of like, well, and and that's the thing that. So I was kind of curious, and that's why I was super glad that he agreed to come on the show because I was I was kind of curious how much these guys are really able to watch all of the teams. I mean, we're talking 68 teams that make it into this tournament. And if you count the first four that come in, they've watched all the other ones that didn't make it. Right. Like Like, all those bubble teams. Yeah. I mean, and I could see some of those bigger name bubble teams like you're focusing more on those like to to say that, you know, something about Texas Southern versus who were they even playing? It was like North Carolina. I have no idea. I don't even know. No, I didn't watch a single minute. Some crazy, like weird conference that didn't even scout out our opponent, which I've done in past years where I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch who Xavier's potentially going to play whatever. But that's what I mean. So like, and we're fans of the team. Right. That, and we we don't even give a shit. We're like, whatever. We'll, it's a 16 seed. We don't even care. This dude had such in-depth knowledge of Texas Southern that it's like, all right, these guys really do mm-hmm. do their homework on this. Because I honestly... There was thought put into... I thought it was all just bullshit where they were just like, here's a list of stats and we can quote this if somebody brings something up they, and yeah. they get like a player that they can name and that's all that they go off right. of. And they don't actually watch some of this Basically, stuff. Basically, they pulled a, a slightly higher level version than us. Of us, because the, when I'm filling that's out my what bracket, I always feel that's like. more right. or less what I'm doing. I'm right. going through. I, I don't know anything about these damn teams. I look at I look at a few stats, and I'm like, all right, I I, I think that one, or I've I've heard things down the stretch, or like, yeah, I, I in my peripheral, I kind of catch things that are going on during the conference tournament, and it's like, eh, this team's hot, or that team's got this, that team's got that. Watch a little selection show, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to fill out this bracket. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's all just guesswork. I don't really know anything specific about any of the teams. Right. Outside of maybe five, six of them. Yeah, I that feel I like point it's... to and say, I, oh, that's why. Yeah, I feel like... And going into that interview, my thought process was most of these guys get the 30-second blurb about every team, mm-hmm. and that's all they go off of. But Eric really knows his shit. Like, that dude had it broken down, and I, I mean, I was super impressed. That was, that was my takeaway from that, was that I guess when they put these up as expert brackets, these guys really do know what they're talking about and yeah. have put in some time to figure this out. They're not just filling out a bracket all willy-nilly. I went from, hey, motherfucker, how's it feel to <laughs> have gotten that one wrong to, ah, oh, shit, I actually kind of respect your opinion a lot. So, uh, well, this interview shut down. Like, you talked way more than I thought you did about your, uh, uh, your, your breakdown of both teams. Went super in-depth and kind of left me like, all right, well, that was great. Guess we'll talk to you later. Big gulps, huh? Shit. M- moving on. Right. I mean, he he was just he just kept going with all the different points and the breakdowns. I mean, he was answering questions that I was formulating while yeah. it, within his answering of the question. I'm like, well, shit, never mind. He just answered that. Uh, well, what about? No, oh, no. He just answered that. Like any question that I could possibly come up with as to why he picked Xavier other than saying, you know, OK, so. If it wasn't Xavier, were any of the other ones? It's like, would it just happen to be because they? And I kind of wanted to formulate it as, if Xavier, I guess, had been in Villanova's spot, if v- Xavier would have won the Big East tournament, and you kind of flip them, and yeah. you assume Villanova, w- was there any way of saying it's because Xavier had like lost the way that they did going down the stretch? Yeah, is, was it any type of recency bias where you know? Eh, I don't really feel strong with Xavier. So I kind of wanted to phrase it like, but but then it was like, it was easier just to say out of any of these one seeds, if they were in this position, yeah. would you just straight up say, and eh, they'll have trouble or is it just Xavier? Cause then that kind of 
shows that, it, again, it shows more in-depth knowledge of the teams because if he's like, well, yeah, and, you know, I would have picked anybody in this position, you could you could argue that, well, then he's kind of just going off of, yeah. uh, I want to say that uh, it's because it, it's the weakest number four. Right, it's the weakest number four versus a guy that's seven... To right, no, a, I respected that it was like, guard no, basically, basically the answer is no, Xavier is like, even if they were the number one overall seed, if they were in this matchup, I wouldn't feel good about them. So it was a, I, that I respected was the hell out of Absolutely that. awesome to hear him break yeah. that down. Like, that was, that was really cool. And I will think twice before firing off a tweet at a no, writer No, don't again. think twice. Do that shit again, because it actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, you were never expecting a response. And you, me, Joe, we all talked about it. I mean, Joe pointed out. You, you cussed at so him. There's probably no don't way he's swear gonna, it again yeah, if you want not, to come on the show. He's not going to say anything. In fairness, Bad wait a second. Hang on. I did not swear at him. I That's swear. True. I swore about him. Right. And not even about him. Of the, the wording I used, I said, your come on the show picks. and defend your shitty pick is what I said. Yeah. And he did. He defended that pick. And it wasn't that shitty of a pick. I mean, it was a... No, uh, not after was, he broke it down. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, defend that shitty... Oh, oh, oh. Good work. That was yeah. good. Okay, I'm just going to sit over here in the corner and fucking... <laughs> well, and I mean, he even said he gets way worse tweets. I mean, had you come at him being, oh, man, fuck you, bro. Xavier's the best. How the fuck hey, are you going to pick against fuck him? face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that the response probably wouldn't have been as... That would have gotten me the Jerry Rice block. Boom. <laughs> 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 Why you gotta bring up old shit, man? I always forget it's still about my that. Favorite. You know what's it's still funny? My favorite. I always you, forget about that. Forget? My favorite all-time 49er has me blocked on Twitter. And you know what? Every time I, I don't think about it, it's not like I'm sitting here and I think, like, man, Terry's got me blocked on Twitter. But they run that NCAA commercial during uh, the games right now, and Jerry <laughs> does the voiceover for those commercials, and I'm like. Motherfuckers got me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I just fucked up. Like Jerry, I'm sorry. Can he come? Can we get Jerry on the show? Can Can somebody who's not blocked but Jerry tweet at him? Tell him I'm sorry. I mean, and ask you him got to come the sh- on the show. I'll apologize. You got the show account. Tweet at him at the show account. Yeah, I feel like he's not gonna respond well to that. He's gonna be like, "What little bitch did what?" <laughs> oh, he's talking say, shit. About, he's talking shit about my chicken commercials. I was gonna Fuck say, him. offer him some Popeyes, but that was gonna sound super <laughs> racist, and I didn't. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to good, come good call on racist. that. Why don't I offer him some watermelon too? <laughs> Maybe some Kool Aid to wash it down. You son of a bitch! I caught myself. I was about to be like, offer him some. Po- oh no! Don't say that, Mike. Don't say that. But that. But I wouldn't do that because that's what got me in trouble the first time. Was make him come. All, all I said was, "What are you, the king of Popeyes commercials now, Mike?" It was a harmless little joke, and with no remorse, he just—he probably just going through, looking at all the responses. Ah, look at this motherfucker! He thinks he's funny. Block, <laughs> he block, had a football helmet block. With one bar and a chicken wing in between. <laughs> I mean, it was not—was it not a legit question? It's a legit question. <laughs> and it hit me with a block, man. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, that's my favorite. I fucking love it. Um, all right, the drunk line is open, 440-37-DRUNK. Hit us up with anything you want to talk about. Uh, you can brag about how your bracket's doing, and we'll make fun of you if you have more than one Cheryl uh, did bracket. text me during that interview and said that uh, he said UM too many times. I didn't really notice that, but she apparently had a, a problem with how many times he said UM. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. 
Just Sorry, throwing Sean. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about this before the show. Is this the year of the worst announcers in NCAA tournament history? Oh God. <laughs> because, again, we're, we're obviously a little biased here. Uh, we watched uh, the Xavier game before the show. But it's not even just the Xavier game. But I have a big sample because I've, over the past Yeah, I've been watching a watched, lot of the tournament. I've hit all of the different announcing crews, and this is by far... The, between it that game painful. and that, but that Auburn game, that Auburn game mm. got the worst crew. Yeah, that was the, that was a really bad one. The, I mean, I feel like going all what's his name, the old Colorado coach. I don't want to say it was because she's a girl, but <laughs> that that woman just, was not bad. That she was Scott, not good. I know. I know. I'm not gonna like I'm all sexist this show, but. She was awful. Joe's about to, about to hit the dump. Shit. He's gonna hit put the, the dump button on me. Why are you going so sexist? Today? I'm sorry. I th- okay. The first one was just me trying to be funny. This one, it really was though. Like he was horrible, and then she chimed in, and it was just like, what? What's going on? I mean, it's bad enough when you have the 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 play by play person, but then like when the color. Guy or gal sucks too, and it just happened to be a girl. It's just like, oh, do we need announcers in college sports anymore? Like, why do we even have announcers in college I, sports? I didn't, because and I didn't need an announcer for a game that was twenty-one to thirty-one at, after halftime. Yeah, either. like it was just. It, I feel like it'd have been like, guys, I go think, home. I mean, this like, game is not if you think it. about it, everybody Who won that game. By the way, Joe did Auburn pull that. <laughs> riveting matchup out or what the hell happened in that one i'm assuming auburn won because i didn't get a notification that there was an upset in it but good god it was one of those somebody had to win type games whoa sorry uh, i just got a notification that the texans are expected to sign safety colin kaepernick honey badger oh hmm. auburn won 62 to 58 <sighs> what a barn burner that is such a boring game I also have them losing in the next round to New Mexico State. So <laughs> I hope New Mexico State. Did, did New Mexico I hope State Auburn fight? fans. That was start, that was my twelve five upset was New Mexico State. I hope Auburn fans start tweeting at us your hate their hatred. Clemson is up thirty five twenty six over New Mexico State. Hmm. Well, still got time. I think I had Clemson win in that game. Uh, well, then I feel good about my pick. Yeah, you should feel safe about that one. <laughs> I uh, I just feel like we're at a point now in. In all athletic, and I'm not even talking about just college sports. I was going to say, sports. you said college, but I was like, do we need them in all sports, sports? Like, all right, if you think about it, the ideal way to watch a game is at the stadium, right? Like, you want to be there. No. You don't want to be there to watch a game if you could. Baseball's about it. Thank God somebody's all calling right. it. <laughs> Craftroot Sports, who's this? It's JB, goddammit. Oh, JB, you know goddammit. He's about to talk some hockey. What's going on, boys? How, How are we doing, man? Are we playing hockey or uh, MMA? Is it? Is that what's oh, going on? do you have a hockey versus uh, or hockey or MMA question for us? <laughs> you know what? I do have three. All right, yes. all right. We'll, well, get, we'll to get to that your here question first. Yeah. Uh, what's up, man? How you feeling today? Well, I got a couple questions. Um, so, first of all, why is Mike the only one manning up and drinking tonight? Scott's not allowed to drink. He's uh, he had a procedure and is on some medication and is not able to drink. He will be making up for it in a couple weeks when he has to get iced because I'm not a white motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, it's just me and Joe drinking tonight. Yeah. I... Oh, so Joe is drinking. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Joe's, Joe's drinking. My bad, Joe. Yeah, I was, I was including you in that too. My bad. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's me and Joe having the uh, the Irish blessing. What are, uh, what are your plans for St. Patrick's Day, man? Um, 
think I'm going to the going to the fam and uh, spending some quality time. Getting tore up with the, with the rents. That, that sounds like a that, good damn yeah. time. Spending the holidays with family. That's a good idea. <laughs> you know. Well, the my mom usually puts together the, uh, the traditional Irish dinner and... Usually, me and my brothers will get a little tore up. So, yeah, the Irish dinner, time. six pack and a potato. Yeah, something like that. It's my dad's line. Uh, 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 Shout a out, highly, Papa highly B. boiled potato. <laughs> what did UMBC do? <laughs> JB, I was uh, thoroughly impressed, man, with your your article this week uh, about the NHL yeah. deadline, uh, trade deadline, and how everything's working out. Uh, what do you know? Was a little delayed, <laughs> a little bit, but it's all right. Uh, what do you see for the the rest of the NHL season? How do you see the rest of this shaping up? Well, it it's gotten a little chaotic because there's been some some cellar dwellers tripping up some high end teams. Like I think Arizona beat Tampa a couple days ago. Uh, the Rangers jumped up and nipped uh, Pittsburgh in overtime a couple nights ago. And yeah, these. I think I don't know if it's the these lottery teams that are kind of stepping their game up, or if some of these one and two seeds are getting a little too lackadaisical and and getting taken advantage of. But um, it's making some of the the seedings a little more interesting. And there's especially in the Metro, like every night the top seed in the Metro division changes because. Uh, Pittsburgh and Washington are right on top of each other. So, you know, every night, no matter what happens, win, lose, or shootout loss, somebody's taking over first place from the other team. So, Does it even matter, um, though, because we know Washington isn't going to make it past the second round in the playoffs. <laughs> so does it even matter what happens in the Metro Division? <laughs> Honestly, and it's funny you mention that because, yeah, the last – all this week, like, I was kind of looking at the Metro a little closer. I'm like, okay, who don't I want to play? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, well, like that's how I thought. Washington felt. could learn in the first, could lose in the first round. They're everybody not was get past Pittsburgh in the second round. Everybody was blown up about uh, Ovechkin hitting. What was it? Uh, Four hundred goals, six hundred goals, six hundred goals. Everybody's talking about that. I was like, yeah. that's great. Who gives a shit? He's not going to get out of the second like, round. Great. Congrats on your six hundred goals and zero Stanley Cups. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool that he got it, but like you said, at the end of the day there's a better chance than not. He's not walking out of this league with a ring. And I mean, that's a whole other conversation as to what that means in terms of him as a player. Like personally, yeah, he's probably one of the greatest goal scorers the league has ever seen, but that's all he does. I mean, if you look at it's all he does, is score uh, what goals. was it? Game six against Pittsburgh last year. Both goals that Pittsburgh scored, you could attribute to Ovechkin not playing defense. Well, yeah, and I mean, and, if you're if that's your mo is just to score, then yeah, you're gonna be a little weak on that side of the <clears throat> ice. Yeah, well, not only that, but <laughs> I had to catch myself. I almost like court <laughs> every other shift in the playoffs. You're kind of useless. Wow. So JB's take here is that Ovechkin despite being one of the best goal scorers in NHL history, is kind of useless. No, I, I, he's right. I'm not shitting on him. I'm just on, saying, like, that's... Uh, that's not even a... 
like hot take because I mean he it's been it's one of those like useless calories type things like he's he's right. put up a bunch of points and done all that stuff but I'm like it, it, like what is his career I mean what what are they gonna say about him because what has he done not especially not even just not winning a ring never even getting a chance to play for a Stanley Cup is that's the craziest shitty. part yeah and so, you know what I I'll, I'll give you even a slightly hotter take Alex Ovechkin is the Michael Vick of hockey. Hmm. Has he been fighting dogs on the side that we don't know about? <laughs> hey, he's Russian. We don't know what he's doing. Well, wait a second. Hang on. So with, with Michael Vick, the argument there is that there are players that could potentially play in that style but never really reach that level. Like you hear about guys like RG3 who's supposed to be the next Michael Vick. He never really gets to that level. Like he's, he's right. they're kind of held to that but, same. I mean, so you're and, – and honestly up to this point – We've never seen anybody as good as Michael Vick, and we may never no. see anybody with that style right. as good as Michael Vick. So you're saying we may never see somebody in the NHL as good as Ovechkin when it comes to scoring goals. It's very – well, I wouldn't go so far as to say likely because Connor McDavid's already in the league and he's only two years in. I was going to ask you. Yeah, and him and uh, Austin Matthews was the other one I was going to – and and actually, it might even be everybody kind of forgets down. about uh, Patrick Lane in Winnipeg because he's in Winnipeg. <laughs> the kid is 19 <laughs> years old, and he's got 41 goals this season. That's not uh, – I mean, at 19? That's, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. He, he just turned 19. How old's 19. Ovechkin? He's got 41 goals in the NHL. How old's Ovechkin right now? Do you know offhand? Uh, Joe? 32, 33, I, I was going to say, he's like our age, I thought, and he's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's still that's all right. Yeah, I mean, so, thirty-two. If Ovechkin has five more years in that's the league, that's probably pushing it. Like that would be, I think, max for him, just because of the way he plays the game. Five years, I think, is generous. And it doesn't look good in the next five years for him winning a championship, unless he does like I mean, and that's not just specifically a hockey thing, but a lot of those guys end up end of their career just doing one of those latcher on things and just find yeah i mean if if he pulls a ray bork and goes to a contender right. <laughs> i can i can totally see that here's I what's mean, crazy he though. Jumps onto, uh, imagine if he jumps onto pittsburgh that would be <laughs> hilarious <laughs> here's what's crazy though uh the guy you were just talking about has 41 goals if you look at the numbers i just i did this on a calculator because i'm kind of drunk and, and can't do this in my head uh but ovechkin has 600 goals 13 years from now, this kid's going to be the same age as Ovechkin. He has to average over 46 goals a year just to get to yeah. 600. Whew. That's crazy. So yep. basically, this this milestone from Ovechkin is kind of like the Pete Rose hit record, where it's like, I mean, man, you yeah, got to play for a long was, fucking time and score a lot of was goals. Kind of what was I forget what the what was it 61 home runs was what it used to be like. Oh, the Roger Maris record number. Roger Maris? Maybe. I, I'm talking baseball, <laughs> so I'm clearly talking out of my ass. But, um, whatever the... Whatever yeah, no, the, no, no. Uh, that was like the untouchable record until Maguire and Sosa and Bonds just and then everybody shit all broke over it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 600 was like, you know, it's kind of your, your guaranteed Hall of Fame pass. 
Interesting. Well, Very Ovechkin good. joins only three other players to ever get six. I'm gonna guess goals. one is Gordy Howe. Eh. Oh wow! Fuck me. You got Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah, that Lemieux, was my next guess. And Brett Hull. Brett Hull, no goal. All three of those have a Stanley Cup. I'm surprised you remember that. Oh, I never forget that. See, that was in my hockey watching days, and I thought it was hilarious because I hated Buffalo at the time. I, I was always, I was always anti Dominic Hasek, so I hated that fucking guy. And then he went to Detroit and made it even worse. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, JB, what do you got coming up on the blog for us uh, this week? Um. That's a good question. I'm weighing a couple options, but um, I was putting some thought into um, doing a series and basically explaining why the top four uh, Stanley Cup contenders, well, the top two Stanley Cup contenders in each uh, conference won't win the Stanley Cup. Oh, so So you're going to have to... Why Tampa won't win, why Pittsburgh won't win, why Nashville won't win, why Vegas won't win. I like that idea. Well, uh, since Pittsburgh and Vegas are going to be in the finals, it's going to be hard for one of them not to win, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you all the reasons why they won't, but. Fair enough. <laughs> JB, uh, two more questions before we let you go. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, before okay, you do sorry. that, because okay. no, because you brought up a good idea and we're sitting here talking about it. And obviously, I don't want to put any pressure on you if you don't want to fucking do it, but I think at some point it would be a good a good read to see what your overall thoughts are on like Ovechkin's career and where he lines up, like just putting yeah. in, yeah. in some type of, you know, all right, here's what I think of his career, you know, as far as it goes and yeah. where he I could possibly end like up a, an off season. Right. Yeah. I just think it would be topical. an interesting read yeah. at some point. No, yeah. I will definitely write that down. Cool. Uh, first question before we let you go, who's your final four? I know you're in the bracket challenge. I think you're beating me currently. Surprise, surprise. Uh, who's your final four? Um, I'm trying to remember them. <laughs> I think I had... Texas Southern? I had, Z- I had Xavier Nova. Um, I don't even remember at this point. I filled it out and kind of forgot about it. I feel like that's um, the had, way to do it. I had Xavier Nova in the final. Um, I might have had... Because I, I actually, I think what screwed me up was I had it set, and then once I heard the kid from uh, Virginia broke his wrist, I changed a bunch of stuff. That's a I fair. I had Virginia beating Xavier and going to the final, but then once I heard Virginia's, one of their key players broke himself. Yeah, he's uh, he I was I their... made a whole bunch of changes. He was their sixth man so, yeah, I, and was, I think, like, <laughs> number five in minutes played uh, on the team. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, uh, last question sorry. for you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Motherfucker of the week, the guy who brags about um, brags about picking an upset in one of his brackets or the guy who gets super pissed three minutes into the first game saying his bracket's busted? Oh, both. Fuck them both. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not picking. No, I'm not picking. Sorry. All right. Well, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> well, before you go, I mean, do you and Joe want to play? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly player? what. Yeah, that's exactly what Joe just mentioned. So uh, we'll do this. Scott can play. 
He just can't drink, right. so we'll just add it to his tab. Yeah, Motherfucker. We'll next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, it won't be next week. It'll be the week after. Yeah, I still, got those 10 days still medicated. Next Friday is the, the 10th day, unfortunately. So, uh, so oh. we are going to play JB's game, uh, hockey player or MMA fighter. Uh, if we get it, uh, whoever loses has to do a shot. And you know what? In this case, we're going to do a shot of Hypno. Uh, so whenever you're ready, JB. All right. Uh, round one, Tristan Jerry. Hockey, hockey player. player. Hockey. <laughs> All three yep. answers are for hockey. Tristan was yep. a dead giveaway. Yep, there's no way, there's no MMA fighter named Tristan. It, no, it wasn't even that. I just thought of a, a hockey mom driving Tristan to <laughs> hockey when he was young. And that was that was my first thought. Was, there it is. All right, we're all one all for right. uh, one for one. Round two, Nate Schmidt. MMA. Yeah, I'm gonna go MMA too. Schmidt doesn't sound like a hockey last name. Schmitty. Yeah. <laughs> I will also go MMA. <laughs> Joe's hedging the bets. <laughs> He's a hockey player. Oh, Son of a bitch! Shit. Wow. <laughs> All three struck out. Wow. <laughs> Who does he play for? He's a defenseman for Washington. Oh, that defenseman. Was... So he's not even a real player. Okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Chris Chelios wants to talk to you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like one of the like best like toughest. I was gonna say I was like, those are the ones that will whoop your ass. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you don't really play hockey. <laughs> what do you are, you don't score goals? Get the fuck out of here. Isn't isn't uh, PK Subban a, a technically a defenseman? I thought he was a wing. Uh, yes, he's technically a defenseman. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Joe. Oh, uh, he's a wing. Yeah, well, you also thought his name was Patrick, so well, fuck you. Fuck you. you. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> all right. Well, here we all go right. for all the marbles. This is it. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling all we're right. all going to tie, and then nothing's going to happen. I'm just going to do a shot of Hypno by myself. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Last round. Andre Arlovsky. That's a hockey, hockey player. player. Hockey. Now he's an MMA fighter. Son of a Get bitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My confidence, I deserve to do this shot wow. after that. <laughs> so I got a shot in a fucking... Jesus, that show in three weeks is going to be awful. Ugh, that is brutal. Well, uh, JB, just for you, I'm doing a shot of Hypno just because it's right in front of me and I don't feel like walking over. Son of a bitch. And getting... <sighs> really? <laughs> really? Oh, so speaking of... Say that, last... hypno, Say that name one more um, time. Say that name one more time. My... What was that? Say the name one more time that we just missed. Andre Arlovsky. That's hockey player. All fuck is that man. not a hockey player? <laughs> Come on, that is totally a hockey player. You fucking have Joe look it up. Son of a bitch. Oh no, I believe you. I'm just saying. I don't. Son I feel like this might be a trick. <laughs> check, I could see goddammit uh, JB doing something section. like I'm that. Sure tank. Tank, tank. I was gonna say yeah. Tank nailed it. He had all three of them. Didn't Tanks. even flinch. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to start waiting until Tank answers, just drag it out like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. Could be a hockey swipe, player. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Could be an MMA Refresh. guy. Uh, <laughs> tough. I don't know. Oh, Tank says. Uh, whoa. Anyway, um, Hang on, so JB. You- Hang on, JB. I know. Uh, Somebody I got the wrong sixteen-one. Yeah, we need to get Eric back on the phone because right now US, UMBC is up. 54 to 40 over Virginia. Ooh. With how much time well, left? Five though? minutes you and 47 seconds. On the, on the phone I was going to say, I did see your messages popping in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> to that. That is unreal. Uh, I kind of want to get Eric back on ridiculous. the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like if they lose, we should hit him back up. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then we should go all then we should go all angry no. fan with it. You motherfucker, you picked you, the wrong one. Suck gonna, it. He, we're gonna call him and he's gonna be like, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. Who who are you guys again? You should try to call him, and if he doesn't answer, then put the uh, put the call out in the group, and everybody tweet him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have everybody after him. I, I mean, I'm not gonna do that to him just because he was such a cool dude for the yeah, interview. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but fair enough. Damn, that is crazy. If that holds, if that holds, and there's yeah. a lot of time left. Five, Five minutes 40, is forever. Yeah, almost for six minutes points, in yeah. a. Which means that game's going to last another four and a half hours. Yeah. College basketball yeah. style. They're going to start fouling now. Start fouling now and just put them on the line. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I have a feeling our <laughs> second guest isn't going to be able to be on with that, with that kind of craziness going on. No. no. Uh, JB, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. But, um, oh, hey. Before, hey. before we drop, you were yeah. talking about uh, shots of Hypno. Yeah, I just um, did one. If, the first two, if my first two punishment options didn't go through... Uh, my third option, and I told Scott and Joe about it, uh, I was going to have you do three white motherfuckers on the show. I mean, that would have been rough, but what if I got them right? No, 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 no. no not no, three not... questions, three white motherfucker drinks. You'd have been doing three shots oh, of hypno no, and whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, not three man. questions. You would have been doing three, three drinks. <laughs> That's brutal, bro. Well, let's. I mean, let's just announce what the the punishment is since you're on the phone. Like, let's let's yeah, go right, ahead. Well, let's preview it for next it, week. Uh, so next week, I <laughs> I got a battle rap. Lou the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody remembers the episode where JB was in town. He sat in, and him and Lou battle rapped. Uh, Lou called in and was like, play my beat. And I had to play the song from 8 Mile. (laughs) Lou spit some hot fire, and JB was like, yeah, I got something for you. You were waiting for Blake to call in, too, and beatbox for you. It got fucking weird there at the end. So JB is uh, capitalizing on that. So I have to battle rap Lou the dog next week. Uh, So if if you thought the Bobby Brown karaoke punishment was a train wreck just fucking wait because <laughs> next week is gonna be horrible <laughs> so white with with the bobby brown karaoke you actually had your lyrics delivered to you now you got to come up with your own <laughs> i've been taking notes man i got out a rhyming dictionary i found a thesaurus online <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna fucking kill I, I, this I see shit you've been you've been linking to little dicky a little bit so. yeah yeah i've been i've been watching like like listening to little dicky Nonstop. I just called him Little Dicky. That's super white. It was <laughs> Little Dicky. This Little Dicky fellow oh is uh, he's <laughs> he's a he's a very good lyricist. I may I may take some notes from this guy. Uh, yeah, it's uh. it's gonna be a shit show. So thank you for that fucking punishment. Should You're we preview? Welcome. Should we preview Tank's punishment that just came through too? Yes. Actually, let's fantastic. See, should we wait until Tank calls in? Like, let's oh, see if Tank, tank calls call in. in. Okay, uh, call in Tank. Yeah, Tank, give us a call so that we can talk about this punishment. JB, thanks for the for the call, man. Really appreciate it, bud. Have a good night, boys. Cheers, All man. Right. Bye, buddy. I can't believe I have to battle rap next week. Why? 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 All right, relax. Sorry, we can't be full on Lebatard show. We have to just be kind of Lebatard show. But it'd be different if we actually like played the audio. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Me half-assing uh, it on the mic is different. Hey, I hope that's Tank. If that's Tank, I'm going to be super pumped. Tank, what up? <laughs> Crap Root Sports, who's this? Hey, it's Tank. What's up? Yeah! <laughs> tank. Uh, 
we just got your uh, your punishment, man. This is fantastic. I, I think it works. I don't know how I feel about this one. I feel great about it. Uh, so, Tank, we'll let you do the honors. Why don't you let everybody know what my punishment is going to be from you? Well, uh, Mike is going to be enjoying an Irish breakfast, which means he's going to be chugging a pint of Guinness. Then he's going to be eating a whole potato. Uh, no condiments. You can bake it, but you got to eat it with the brown skin on. And then you got to do a double shot of JMO. Wow, dude, that is so fucking brutal. On the no, show, no condiments. And, that that dry ass potato. Yeah, that is, the is worst part. Be, okay, how about that? Wait, what was that? I said, hey, motherfucker, learn how to pick football. Teams. How about that? <laughs> you no, that you're right. You're 100% right. This is all on me. I can't blame anybody but oh, myself. That, that but dry potato is the worst it. part of it. That is the worst part. Like, the shots no, or whatever. Well, hang on. The shots I'm not worried about. I Jameson shots are fine. I'm I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> Chugging the Guinness, the Guinness is, fine. is a eh, Really? That's it's heavy. Guinness, Guinness is, is heavy. It's yeah. heavy, but I mean, still. Plus, I can't I've chug. chugged a Guinness. I can't chug. Oh, you can't? No. Oh, we've we've been over bitch. that. I can't chug. Right. So now I have to you chug a Guinness. It's going to be brutal. So that part is already like, you got to eat this dry-ass and potato with nothing on it? With the skin. <laughs> you got to eat the fucking skin. <laughs> Dude. That is fucking hilarious that is such a brutal punishment man i'm proud of you because you were worried tank outsourced this punishment he like put it out was on that facebook one, was that one that somebody came up with or did you just finally come up with that no i came up i actually just came up with the. so i've been trying so originally i was gonna do like uh some kind of thing with like an edward 40 hands thing where it was gonna be like maybe like a, a 40 of mickey's in one shit. hand and then some kind of food in the other and i was thinking maybe like six uncooked hot dogs or something, oh. but it just didn't feel oh. like that was going to work. Oh my god, oh. my stomach just turned I thinking know. about that. I gagged just a little bit uh. thinking about it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. cold fucking but, wet hot dogs. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, oh. man. But but then I was like, I was like, ah, I was like, I could see that not going over just because of the how disgusting that is. Yeah, dude. That and and I know that there was a uh, there was a no Edward forty hands rule. So I was like, ah, I can't do that. So, but but then you you were talking to JB about the Irish, about Irish dinner and about the six pack and a potato, and I was like, oh, we can work with this. Yeah, man, appreciate that. That was uh, that's a fucking brutal punishment, man. I feel like the longer this goes on, the more crazy ideas that pop up, and I like it. I'm here for it. It's fucking terrible, man. This is gonna be so bad for me. Uh, yeah. It's rough, man. Scott, Scott, you're in the catbird seat. You, you got you, what, you got beat out by Lou, and that's it. So you're good, man. Oh you're yeah, fine. and Lou's punishment. I'm not really worried about it. I mean, Lou's whatever. punishment is just going to be awkward to deal with. Yeah, but, but it's not right. going to be bad. But watching you eat a dry potato is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's going to have to go over the entire show. Like, it's going to have to. That's take fine. The whole show to do. It's going to be that punishment is pretty much going to be like we open up. Boom, try to chug a Guinness and probably yeah. choke and, and spit it all over myself mm-hmm. and then spend then get the, you a next, the next two hours <laughs> trying to finish a potato and skin and then end the show with a double shot of Jameson. So it's just going to be a chug off between you two when he does his ice and then you have to do your Guinness. Wow. And that's just how we just come in. Wow, that's how the show off. starts. Just a chug off between. Well, well I'm going to win that one. Yeah, loser I can't fucking chug. I, I was gonna say, loser has to eat a dry potato. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, Joe. Do you, Joe? Do you want to throw some chugging in here just for moral support? Do you <laughs> chug anything? 
Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. A three-way chug. Three-way no, chug to start the show. That's going to be interesting. As long as it's not butt chugs, I'm cool with it. I'll make it work. Yeah, that's I feel like we, you'd be better That's what we in the corporate world called team bonding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tank, you were saying today you had a uh, you had something you wanted to talk about tonight. You were really pumped to call in. I was I, I, I am and and it's uh fuck man, fuck the Cleveland Browns. This is <laughs> Joe Thomas retiring. Is there any like just what a waste of a career. Like I feel so bad for that poor son of a bitch. Like it just maybe he, the guy's going to go down as maybe one of the greatest offensive tackles to ever play the game of football. And what, what's his career other than just pro bowl, the guy shit team after shit team after shit team, a revolving door of quarterbacks. The guy should have been in a, a, a double digit number of playoff games at any other team. I, I feel terrible for Joe Thomas, man. Yeah, dude. And we had talked about it earlier uh, on the, the podcast when he announced his retirement, like, that dude is just broken down. He was talking about how... And, and he, for what? Right, exactly. That's the worst part. Like, he was talking about how he would do a practice... He would have a practice where he got to, like, take 15 snaps, and he was to the point where his knee was swollen up, his back was, like, busted up to where he couldn't tie his own shoes, and he would just get shot up to make it through the game on Sunday, and then by Monday, he felt like shit again and had to just fucking sit there and deal with all this pain, and it's for a at best five and eleven season. Ugh. Yeah. Well, let's not even let, let's not even forget the fact that that dude had that consecutive start streak. Yeah, that went all the way until well, the end of his career. That's what the crazy part is with uh, with a dude like that who is getting all of those starts to just Getting be like, beat the fuck. Up. I can't fucking do it anymore. I mean, first of all, I was surprised that he was in the league for eleven years. I didn't realize Joe Thomas yeah. played for eleven years. Over it doesn't seem like that long. Never miss a snap. That's insane. 11 years dude, without like missing some, a snap? Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that's like some old school, like, 19 fucking odd six shit, where it's like, oh, he played for tickety-odd years, and never <laughs> glued his foot back on. Glued, <laughs> glued his foot back on. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, that doesn't happen. No. To no. not miss a snap? Well, and if you're going to be an Iron Man in a position, it ain't going to be offensive line. No, it's going to be wide receiver no. where you can be like, ah. where I'm Marvin Harrison throughout my career. I'm just gonna, out of bounds. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, don't hit me. I stepped out. Okay, we're good. Uh, yeah, dude, that's yeah. fucking insane to go that long. And uh, so it's no surprise. Like once he started talking about it, I was like, well, fuck it. yeah, of course you're that beat up. You played for 11 years without missing a fucking snap. Yes, you are. You, I'm yeah. surprised you were still walking. Yeah, and there were still on, teams. Like, uh, 275 pound, 285 pound, the best defensive ends in the league. Snap after snap, day in and day out for 11 years, and now this poor son of a bitch isn't gonna be able to bend over to play with his grandkids because his back's all busted up thanks to a two and 14 season. Like that's awesome. so fucking brutal. It'd be one thing, like I'm sure a dude can like live with the pain and all the all the effects of of everything he's going through if he's got a couple rings to where Not, he could be like, or at least a couple of deep playoff runs. For yeah, something. Sakes. I mean, let's face it, Joe Thomas will be a Hall of Famer, yeah, so he, he is will, going to be in yeah, Canton. That's fine, but he has nothing but, to hang his hat on right, for his like for his playing. time in the league. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's kind of interesting timing, like especially with the Browns making decent moves recently. Like the Browns, right. 
The Browns are doing something that I didn't think the Browns would do, and that's make legit moves that make the team better. Yeah. Normally, yeah. we're used to talking about the Browns brownsing it up and being like, meh, we fucked up. Ah, we're going to trade our first round pick for uh, four second round picks. <laughs> Browns. But they didn't do that this year. Yeah. They actually made good moves. Yet. Yet. Uh, see, I, it, that's the problem, though, is like all my friends are hitting me up on like, you know, instant messenger and shit. And they're like, oh, the Browns are doing good. They're making moves. And I'm like, did you ever read the monkey's paw? Like, it's that kind of shit where it's like, you, <laughs> wish, like, you wish for a million dollars on the monkey's paw, and then, like, your wife gets ran over by a bus and you get the life insurance money. Like, yeah, man. Like, it, 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 sure, it looks good now, but let's wait six months and see what kind of opens up. The, the fingers just keep closing on the. <laughs> And eventually it yeah. becomes that monkey fist that the Browns just shove in their own asshole. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Exactly. I, I mean, how are you as a Browns fan? You and Joe are, are the Browns fans that uh, that I know. Because I can't ask my pops about this because he'll just be like, ah, cuckling, fuck them. But you guys are the, the Browns fans that can kind of think a little bit rationally. With these moves, do you feel better about the upcoming season? I mean, before Joe Thomas retired. Oh man. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where like, I am, I, I no longer have a soul when it comes to the NFL. Like <laughs> I just, I, I, I've been so misled and let down for so long. I just, I have no emotion left. I, if I, yeah, I just, I, I'm tired of being disappointed and we'll see it, that. That's how excited I am. We'll see. Joe, are you feeling that same way? Or are you feeling optimistic? Oh, I'm optimistic. There will be a win this year. <laughs> All we have to do is win one game. You know That's what? it. You're going to win two. You're going to beat the Bengals twice. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> uh, Tank, who's in your but final four? such low expectations, though. That's like being the fat kid and, like, and T-ball that gets on base because he gets walked or gets hit with a pitch, and it's like, well, he got on base, you know? Like, <laughs> what are we cheering for? A win? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I'm at. I mean, get that W. It's it's better than last year. Truth be told, I was that fat kid in fourth grade, and that's why I quit playing baseball. <laughs> Moving on. Tank, who's your, uh, who's your final four? Oh shit, man! Uh, Villanova, Xavier, Duke, and somebody else. I, I mean, I don't follow college basketball. I, I just filled out the bracket because it's what you do this time of the year. So I was just kind of going down through and civic duty. Yeah, so yep. I don't have a horse in the race. I'm just, I'm just here to watch basketball and see what happens. Uh, I hope you didn't have Virginia in the Final Four, uh, be, like I did, because they are currently down sixty nine fifty two with a minute thirty six to go in the game. We are about to have our first sixteen-one upset. After talking nice. to Eric about how, <laughs> how do you fucking pick that? It never fucking happens. It happens like after we hang up the phone with him. That's amazing to me. Uh, they're uh, down twenty. It's seventy-two fifty. Oh, just seventy-two fifty-four with a minute to go. It's happening. A sixteen is about to yeah. be the number one. That's awesome. we're witnessing history. Tank, did you call this in one of your brackets? 
<laughs> oh hell no! I, 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 again, I know nothing about basketball. I didn't go out on a limb on anything in the first round. Who's your motherfucker of the week? Is it the guy that makes that claim and says I, I had that upset in one of my brackets, or is it the uh, the guy who gets super pissed because Virginia is about to fuck up his bracket? Definitely the first guy. I mean, yep. those guys are the worst. People that everybody loses the bracket, whatever, cry, move on. But definitely, the, definitely the guy that, that's the total asshole. I agree, man. I I don't know how anybody could pick the other one, uh, especially because, like Scott said, when you when it fucks up your bracket, it fucks up everybody's bracket. So can't really exactly. be too upset and again, about it. Chaos is fun. Chaos is fun, and we are about to see it because it's it's. I mean, 35 seconds to go, according to the ESPN app. And wow. UMBC. I don't even know what that stands for. Does What does that stand for, Joe? I'm pretty sure it's uh, Maryland Baltimore College, like University that of Maryland sounds like, of Baltimore That College. sounds like a school that has fucking commercials on the UPN at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what this school sounds like. And they're about to they be. Have, it's over. Mean, it's done. They won com- by 20. Commercial. This is commercials on like YouTube videos. It is. It is. Do- it is. UMBC. Yes. <laughs> it's over. They wow, won by 20 over the one. number. Not just the number one. The number one overall seed. Hold on a second. I want this to just Thanks. be like the the whole uh, don't don't let any of this distract you from Cleveland blowing a three one lead or the, the Warriors <laughs> playing a three one. Don't let any of this distract you from Sean Miller in another first round exit. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Tank, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, bud. Wait, what, what, oh. before I go here, yeah. what, what, who who did you didn't beat? Wait, what is their mascot even? Are they like the fighting crossing guards? What the fuck are they? <laughs> it's a it's a terrier, I believe. A terrier? A uh, dog. Yeah, no, I know what a terrier is, but that's that's <laughs> the dog they picked was a terrier. Like, isn't that just like a I little? I believe, yeah. It's basically like my dog, just like a little yappy fucking. Their their mascot is the annoying dog that won't shut up when people come into the house. That's the school's mascot. The Stanford tree. Mm, that's a good point. What's the worst mascot? Stanford tree. Scott, do you agree? Mm, that dog we saw with a comb over earlier. Oh yes, Texas Southern. No, that no, was it Texas wasn't Southern. Texas Southern. Who it was, was that against? Uh, that was the Charleston. Yeah, Charleston. Oh yeah, mascot. the the balding dog with the comb over. Uh, they they are. It's a retriever, and the retriever's name, True Grit. Jesus Christ! Get, get out. Get out. Some white people in Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least a retriever is better than a retriever is better than a terrier. I'll I'll go with that. I'll agree to that statement. But I mean, does True Grit plantation owner is their is their mascot? Is that still a thing, or or did they move on from that? (laughs) I think that's still the mascot. I think it's still just like old whitey pants. The fucking (laughs) like Like, didn't they? didn't they try to get rid of that thing? And then like all the frat bros on campus were like, no, we got to keep tradition. Can- and they tried to keep that thing. And, oh, cause then they were get, then they were going to change it to like general act bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. It, it is a trap. Thank you, Joe. You got to yeah, do better I, I than that. Like a thing where, like, it's a trap. They were trying to get rid of their, they were trying to get rid of their like racist ass, uh, uh, mascot. And they asked the student body what they wanted, which is always a horrible idea. 
and some kid started like <laughs> this petition to get General Ackbar to be their new mascot because of his leadership skills. Because of his leadership. I forgot about that 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 whole petition. I forgot all about that. That's so amazing. Oh shit. I fucking love college kids. I think Dartmouth has a keg as one of their mascots. Like that's a legit that's a legit uh, I don't know who's calling in. Just give us like one second. Let's finish it up with Tank, man. It's cool. We'll we'll talk to you in a second. Uh I think I'm pretty sure it's Dartmouth has like Keggy the Keg who just shows up at like the track and he's like, Hey, I'm a fucking keg. Let's party. And that's like their unofficial mascot. Oh, now I want Akron to have Adderall as their mascot. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. What if that was that was uh, our boy called back on us. It wasn't. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, how <laughs> funny would that be? He's like, hey, motherfucker, hey, hey, bitches. Remember? I just got the wrong one. I knew it was coming. That would be hilarious. No, if it was that, if if it was that, I'd be like, uh, hey, Tank, can we uh, can we call you later, man? Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Uh shit. Uh Tank, dude, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, do you have anything coming up? Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> Fucking somebody really wants to get in. They really want to get this call. Right? Uh, do you have anything coming up, man? You did Lexington Comic Con last week. Anything else coming up? Uh, any art shows that you got? Uh, I ate so much shit at Lexington Comic Con, so I'm just gonna live in my studio and get better at drawing because I suck at it. So, <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. You don't suck, man. You're you're a fucking you're amazing. Keep the good shit up, dude. It was good talking to you, bud. I don't. Oh, man, you guys take care. Okay, catch you later. All right, All right cheers. Bye-bye. See you, Tank. All right, let's let this caller through. I'm telling you, the, as soon as he says it, fucking drop it. Crap Roots Force, who's this? Yo, it's Blue the Dog. <laughs> I'm at the game, Virginia. UNBC pulling it off. I'm there live, baby, reporting into Crap Roots Force. <laughs> I'm at the game. Let's go. It happened. <laughs> The 16th seed. There it is. Aren't you at a bachelor oh party? Oh, my God. Uh, Lou, did you have this in one of your brackets? <laughs> no. I left the arena. I came back. I saw history. 74. 54, the dog over the Cavaliers. Why does, why does Lou the dog right now sound like a WWE promoter? Don't sleep on the dogs in the tournament. <laughs> Woo! You good, man? My God. Guys. <laughs> This is a scene like you've never seen. You don't believe it. Lou, describe oh what you're seeing God. right now. Describe what you're seeing right now outside of the outside of the arena. After I'm number sixteen. Oh, I'm you're back in. Sorry, you're back in. You said you left, but okay, you're back in. So so I left earlier after the Creighton <laughs> game. I came back when it was close to see maybe history. I never thought they could pull it off. I thought Virginia was gonna pose them in the end. UMPC. They're for real. They're going all the way. UNBC, the band's playing. The cheerleaders are on the floor. They're sexy. They're hot. They got the glittery uh, pom-pom. The fans aren't leaving. This place is nuts. This place is nuts. Lou, would you say I've that... I've seen anything 
like it. Lou, would you say that UMBC is back? UMBC was never here. <laughs> this is like UMBC is like Tiger winning back seventeen in his first Masters. Cut him off! Cut him off! Cut it! Drop Cut it off! Drop UMBC. the call, Joe. UMBC. Joe, goddamn, don't, don't cross your arms, you motherfucker! Again, again, he goes fucking WWE promoter on us. Did he just hang up? He just dropped. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, a couple of things that I thought about, and I was gonna oh, mention shit. this during the call with Eric earlier. What the fuck? Um, so if it was gonna happen, we talked about it. It would be this year, right? I mean, college basketball yeah, was a clusterfuck wide from open the this word year. It was go. wide open. Although, as I scroll through Twitter. <laughs> And there always has to be that guy. In this moment where nobody wants to debate anything and just be like, oh, just my God, enjoy, we're witnessing history. Just enjoy the fucking craziness. The, the miserable fuck Sean Paul, or Sean Powell, rather. Oh, I thought you meant like the rapper as Sean re- Paul. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I <laughs> As retweeted by he's John doing, Heyman. He's talk about the temperature. He, he, he tweets out, Villanova over Ewing and the Hoya is still the biggest upset in college basketball history. Get the fuck out of here, If that isn't here, the man. biggest JB Get tweet the fuck that you'll ever yeah. see. Like, oh, right in this moment of uh, historical of achievement. Of the first time something's <laughs> ever <laughs> look, happened. Let me go on ahead and just take this giant deuce on it. What a douchebag. <laughs> There's always that guy. <laughs> I really wish that was Sean Paul the rapper now, just because yeah, that would have made that so much better. It's it's Sean Powell, the, uh, uh, his uh, at Powell to the people. He's an offer of sold out. Um you want me to tweet at him? Try to get him to call into the show? Do it. <laughs> right, Like, right now, why you got to be that guy, bruh? <laughs> I like, mean, it's, it, it, this just happened, and you you wait. He, he probably had that tweet lined up like, to send as every, soon as the minute, as soon as the, the Every one zero, versus like, 16 game, he had that typed up, ready to go. <laughs> it was in his drafts, and he was just like, <laughs> all right, as soon as it happens. He's had that tweet lined up for three years, just sitting in his drafts, ready to send. go. What's his name? Sean Powell? At, at the real... Yeah, at, at Powell, number two, duh, people. What the fuck? Fuck this guy already for his <laughs> bullshit. His bullshit Twitter handle? Powell, two, duh, people. There he is. Okay, Sean Powell. Uh, oh, he's a part-time golfer, but full-time father. Fuck <laughs> Lifetime sports writer. <laughs> that is that is the that guy of like descriptions. Still Full time father. Still looking for the perfect story. Author of Sold Out. S O U L E D. All right, oh let's God. fucking tweet at this guy right now. Uh, hey. Oh wait, that's all caps. That's gonna come across wrong. <laughs> Actually, that might come across right. Hey, at pal to the people. Uh, call in <laughs> to Crafty Sports. This is great. Great audio. <laughs> this is great radio. Defend your, defend your <laughs> shitty take. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, we're, we're live right now. Defend your shitty take. <laughs> and it, what the funniest part is, it's probably true. But at the same time, all right, now, not even defend your shitty take. Defend your shitty timing is the question. Yeah. 
or is, is the, or the real thing. It's like, come on, man. You got to send this out right now. What kind of miserable fuck? Hey, if you're a full-time dad, you, gotta, you don't got time to be tweeting this shit out. I can tell you that right now. I really hope. I'm, all right, here we go. I'm putting the number in. Uh, let's do this. All right. And tweet. All right, it's tweeted. Let's see if uh, at Powell to the people, the uh, part-time golfer, full-time father, responds to that tweet. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't take Joe's uh, – I mean, Joe said, maybe Joe was right and I shouldn't curse at people or in the tweets. Like, it worked with Eric, but that was like lightning in a bottle. Hmm. This guy may not respond to this. Welcome. He's a dad. He's a dad. He's not going to take this shit from somebody that he is full time. Don't you full time dad? Yeah. Don't you dare take away his credit like that. He's a full time dad. Not if one he, of these half ass dads. He He's not one of these dads who will leave his children at home with his wife and go do a fucking podcast every. Yes, Friday he does. Night. Yes, he does because he's a part time golfer. So he fucking oh, okay. leaves his kids at least once a week. Uh, but if he calls into the show, I am totally introducing him as a full time golfer, part time dad, Sean Powell. <laughs> that would be the greatest intro he's ever received That would be the only fucking intro he's received This guy's shitting on a 16 over 1 Virginia, not even And again, let's back this up Because I think this was glossed over While we were talking to Tank It's not even a 16 over a number 1 It's 16 over the number 1 Virginia yes. was the top seed in the tournament And I understand their 6th man got hurt He broke his hand or whatever uh, And that really hindered their chances, they still should have beaten a fucking 16 seed. Like, there's no excuse for them losing this game. True that. I should keep an eye on my mentions and see if it's... <laughs> also riveting podcasting. I just, put the, just, just Mike staring reading, at his podcast. Just, just hey, me hey, reading. Hey, re- refresh. Refresh. Re- refresh. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to hear it. Like, right now, I just want to hear... And just be like, oh, is this fucking Sean Powell? Uh... He's not going to call in. There's no way. Right? There's no way. All right. Well, let's just go home. This, <laughs> this has been Craft Root Sports. Moving on. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever think we would see this? I mean, I know we said this would be the year that it could happen. But even as as we talked about how uh, this Xavier could do it, we didn't actually believe it. Right? No. Did you believe any of those one seeds could have lost to a 16? Uh, the one seeds this year? Yes. Like, did you think... I mean, I thought, yes, it could... Uh, no. It's one of those things where, like Eric mentioned, it's out there in the universe, right? At some point, it's going to happen. Like, statistically, it has to happen. It hadn't happened in, what, 145 attempts? So, I mean, I mean, I, I felt like it'll happen in my lifetime, but to, to, to sit there and act like I would ever know when it was going to happen or be able to call it or pick it, No. The only people who had this picked on their bracket are the people who who graduated from there, who you know filled out bra- <laughs> who filled out multiple brackets, who who were funny, who, who did, they had one funny bracket where they're like, uh, got us beaten, <laughs> I got us beaten, fucking Virginia in the first round, <laughs> like, and they, they, only and did they had that a in real the free pools. That would be, well, yeah, I was gonna say that would be the only time I would accept you having a uh, a bracket that you you know having multiple brackets is if you were alma mater guy and you're like, I'm strictly picking, I'm I'm doing a tournament bracket. Where I'm just doing it for fun, and I'm gonna have like my alma mater being, a, and, and it's a school like UNCB that you know we're gonna U- throw out a UMBC, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm gonna fucking know the four letters. It'll never happen again. Shit. You better learn them. They're history. Yeah, sure. Dude, uh, that's gonna be a trivia question. I know. Twenty years from now, that's gonna be a trivia question. I'll be like, them dogs. <laughs> that's your answer. Ruff. Them dogs. Uh, I was. It was the fighting Lou the dogs. Yeah. That, uh, that that we found out is not as bad as the Stanford Cardinal, according to Tank. Fucking crazy. This is like twice that there's been breaking news while we've been on the show. Uh, and this time it's fucking history. All right, first time, Sean Miller's about to get banged in the booty hole in prison for wiretapping and all that stuff. Okay, fun. That's fun for Xavier fans. This is history, man. A 16 over 1. Our show is history. We just, I think we are. I don't know. I was looking at the numbers. We might be. I know. Ain't nobody listening to this shit. This is some fucking bullshit. (laughs) I guess we can't. I guess we don't have the sway to compete with March Madness. (laughs) Just dump it. (laughs) We get a goddamn Sports Illustrated writer. We can't even fucking pull in 200 listeners. Anyways, uh, do you guys want to get into Consumer Decanit? Because I don't think Sean Powell is calling into the show. Yeah, let's Consumer Decanit. I'm consuming the fuck out of this. Let me let me tell you that. <laughs> Before we even get there, I consume. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'm going to start with you since you still have three quarters of your beer left. Have you taken a sip since consuming to open nope. the show? You took the first sip of the beer oh and then hasn't touched God. it since. How did it hold up? It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, consume? Eh, no. All right, Joe canned it. Joe is going to can Irish Blessing. Once again, this is... Oh, all right. This might be Sean Powell. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Turn off the music. Turn off the music. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Is it Sean Powell? No. No. Never been so disappointed to hear from one of my good friends. <laughs> Are you oh, a part-time yeah, golfer and so or full-time like father? Call to talk shit about the Yankees. <laughs> yep, yep, he used the magic words. Dump him. Are, <laughs> Are you a, a full-time father and or part-time golfer? Uh, no, nah, I'm none of the above. God damn it! We can't even get that. The fuck it's are we even high. doing here, Sorry. guys? No, so what, what the fuck do you want to talk about, here? man? Jesus, guys, guys fucking. Great moment in sports just happened. <laughs> it Let's really talk did. about that. Oh, well, yeah. Sean Miller, he lost again in the first round. How about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a game. Yeah. How about those buffs? That was, yeah. Xavier couldn't even beat the spread. What was the spread? I thought the game? spread was 19 and a half, and we, we, we won by 20. Or did we not? No, you won by 19, I think. Oh, mm. shit. So it came in a half point under? <laughs> yeah. Gamblers hate the fuck out of us. <laughs> Fucking Vegas, man. That's fantastic. They know all. <laughs> they really do. They, they really, really do. do. That's why I don't bite on Tiger Woods at the Masters. Don't do I don't it. know. He's back. I don't know what you're talking about. He's back. Dump him. <laughs> I don't know. What, trap, else, what else do you need? We have... Two weeks and two days worth of tournament action. That's all the sample size most people need. He's back. Yes, that's exactly what you think it was, Joe. <laughs> I'm kind of drunk. All right. <laughs> uh, 
so you're saying no, no Tiger Woods in the Masters. Don't bet on him, even though he's the favorite. Don't bet on it. You know what? Fuck it. Bet on it. Lose your goddamn money. I don't give a shit. There you go. That's the stance I like to take. Bet your whole house on him. I want to see you go on to financial ruin because you were stupid enough to bet on Tiger Woods being back. Right, go ahead. Please do. Joe's trying to call God, his book. They are not ahead. going into financial ruin because they're going to bet their house and they're going to buy a fucking bigger house because he's going to win the fucking Masters. <laughs> hey, he's uh, back. Hey, speaking of which. Uh, he's back, we- motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, we we had a homework project for you. Did you did you come up a name for those uh those those two cocksuckers in New York yet? Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good point. I forgot about that too. So, <laughs> no. You son of a bitch. Work on that. <laughs> Don't call back in until you got a good nickname for those assholes. Hey, who you got winning the World Series this year? Yankees. All right, cool. Wow, way to cut me off there. Actually, that's a good that's a good question. We'll, we'll have our picks in a couple of weeks, but uh, I, I don't know. I haven't even looked at the field. The Astros going to go back to back? Sure. No. Nope. I no. know. There's no chance. Although I do love Altuve right now. Yeah, he's, he's the man. He's uh, I mean, that put him up in my book. But uh, I well, taking the you, Astros again. You know, fucking Houston knocked out my Yankees in the playoffs last year. Oh, I, I know. Fuck. Altuve Altuve's great. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who to pick. Well, I'm gonna have to sleep on this one a little bit, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> we got yeah. plenty of dead sports time to talk about who's gonna win we'll, the World Series. We'll get into that later. I'm producing your show, guys. Now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> KG, thanks for calling, man. All right, take care. Soon. Peace. All right, let's get back into Consumer Candidate. Back into. <laughs> uh, Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor. I didn't mention that before. Joe has canned Irish Blessing. Oh, shit. Did he can it? Yes, he canned it. Wow. Joe, you, what, do you, what do you like to drink? Joe's a hophead, man. He's an IPA guy. He's not <laughs> big into stouts. Uh, I don't even drink like a morning coffee. I hate regular coffee. All right. I mean, that's fair enough if that's your reason for not liking this brew. As I mean, it's all coffee. From it's what, from it's what I can super smell. coffee flavored. Like that's all you get is coffee. There's yeah. no whiskey flavor to really? it. Really? So yeah. it just it just stayed a coffee. It's stout just a coffee stout. Time. I mean, yeah. it's a good coffee stout. But I came into this hoping to get some whiskey flavor. There wasn't any no. whiskey flavor. Mm. So I feel like we're letting beers off the hook now, too, by the way. I've been meaning to say this, because we kind of, the last time, we were like, it ended up just being a good stout, and it didn't, like, these beers that are promoting these flavors and promoting these things, we need to start canning their asses. You just jumped in on me there as I was uh, in the middle of my uh, topic about Uh, this. That's fine. Because I was about to finish by saying, on St. Patrick's Day weekend, I feel so bad canning Irish good. blessing That's a by Boulder can. beer. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good stout. It's a good stout, but yeah, it's but not again. as advertised. It's not. Yeah. I I came into this expecting some whiskey after flavor, some some of that oak charred flavor. Nothing. It's a coffee stout. Like don't don't sell me on this being uh, an a whiskey barrel aged beer when all it is is a coffee stout. And I get that coffee flavor tends to overpower then fucking amp up how much you're aging in the whiskey. Like, I can tell you if you add some whiskey straight to that, it'd you'll be, be able to delicious. taste it. <laughs> and it'd be delicious. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, but I'm saying it, going forward, I, I keep kind of hem no, I know. every time I know, I know. We, we've yeah, done yeah. these beers lately, some of these ones that we've gotten that, that we get really amped up about and then we're like, 
yeah, you can't taste uh, 12 of the ingredients that they claim are in here, but it's a good stout by itself, or it's a good porter by itself. Nah, I'm going to start canning them shits. I mean, we just got a double can on an Irish blessing beer on St. Patrick's Day weekend. That's a fucking statement right there. It's pretty notable. That's a statement can. Step your beer games up out there, y'all. We got a whole bar full of Tavor beers that we'll see what happens. Uh, next week, we'll Joe, see and I, hold up. Joe and I are going to do some hoppy beers since you're not drinking again next week. We're going to get some some hazy shit. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to watch you guys drink that and not be jealous. And then I'm going to fucking battle rap Lou the Dog. All right. Uh, this has been Consumer Canada brought to you by Tavor. Uh, let's get into the bracket. Uh, let's get into the polls. Yes, we let's don't need check. to get into the brackets. Let's get into the polls. Let's check the polls. Uh, Joe, fill us in. Motherfucker of the week, your choices were the guy who brags that he had the upset in one of his brackets or the guy who gets super pissed off three minutes into the first game of the tournament saying his bracket's busted. And your guys' picks were? I said the guy who uh, brags about... Yeah, I voted for winning. the bragger. Because that's some bullshit. It, if you have it's a close vote for if me. If you though. have submitted no, if you've submitted more than one bracket and you start bragging about upsets, fuck you. Because you didn't pick an upset. And for me, again, it's like I don't my care tweet. if you're bragging about even if it's you like have It's like my tweet, you threw fucking shit at the wall and whatever stuck. That's your that's all you did. You didn't yeah, pick right, an upset. All right, quit promoting your Twitter. Let's at Mike Burlon. <laughs> I have more I have more followers than at Scotty K underscore. Oh my you. god, what a fool. <laughs> so with a sixty four percent to thirty six percent. Very is. lopsided. Bragger guy. That's right. Yeah. Fuck the bragger guy. That yeah. I mean, but I really don't like the 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 whiner either. Like nobody likes the guy who's complaining about. It. It's like, well, then don't make such shitty picks. I mean, I I make shitty picks so I can whine. That's you probably why I any damn way. Whatever. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, tonight. Uh, thank you for sharing the show. We really appreciate it. This has been a really fun one. We fucking did a real live interview with a legit sports personality. Uh, Shout out to Eric. That is amazing. Eric Single, make sure you follow all of his stuff. Uh, this he, dude he clearly knows, knows his about. shit. If you have questions. Uh, he may not know enough about Xavier, but he knows his basketball. I mean, that's he, for sure. He, yeah, he he can. He just picked the wrong one seed. That's all it was. That's all it was. It happens. We uh, all have bad days. Be sure to follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Berlon. You can follow Joe. Joe, what's your Twitter again? I forget. Uh, Joe Goalie 4. All right, at Joe Goalie 4, hit him up. Uh, you can call the drunk line anytime you want, 440-37-DRUNK. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.